0: Me. never keep my banger on safety, my mother raised me alone, you can't break me,
1: my heart's pumping the blood, a hoist Gracie, my thoughts in the slug and point straightly, you rhyme vaguely, you still scarred, I'm steady in deep thought like Bill Law. I'm real raw. we just dumbing it out, and y'all ain't saying nothing with a gun in your mouth, that's what I'm about, but Vinny paths go deeper, y'all still under the spell of ghost ether. the grim reaper, it's all nature, and every word from a law is on paper, we all hate we can't stand you. Chapter 8, verse 3, Book of Daniel. You like a candle, you just burn. You never worship a law, you can't learn. i melt white to the sound wave. So need some green tea. America's cream tea
2: Alright, and yeah, we're back. Uh
3: three dudes and cold brews podcast. Um Episode six is finally here, or officially here, I guess is the way to put it. Uh this is actually the first episode since the very first one where it's just the three dudes and, in fact, cold brews. So it's kind of kind of cool. We've done uh, guest spots a few times already, uh, which is great. Everybody's been awesome, and we've been working out the kinks uh, since we started. But this is the first time we're really going to be able to bang out one with just the three boys and uh, our thoughts and um, hopefully get some laughs out of it. So in that, let's do some introductions. Y'all know me, Eddie Vegas.
0: Uncle Dobby slash Ray. Let's go with it. And I'm
1: Steve, a.k.a. Fork Tongue. And before we get going, I want to let everybody know you can follow us on social media, on Twitter and Instagram. That's 3DCB Podcast for both of those. And uh, the podcast is available on Podbean and also now Google Play and Stitcher.
3: Which is fucking awesome and huge. As soon as I found that out, I couldn't believe that it, it got picked up that quick. So, I'm
1: working on iTunes, but for some reason, they're giving me some bullshit about uh the, the artwork being not to their specs, but it is. So, there's some other weird problem I gotta we'll, figure out. We'll, we'll come up with something,
3: we'll figure it out. And I'm not once, worried about it.
1: Once we get five episodes, we can apply for Spotify.
3: All three of us use Androids, anyways. Fuck them, I don't need yeah. them. So, <laughs> so but we're good. Um, we're and Spotify is gonna eventually, I think, once we hit fifth episode, aired. Yeah, so. Uh anyways we have and we also gotta get Uncle Dobby on Instagram. He's actually not on there, so when we talk about him nobody knows who the fuck he is. He's like a like an invisible I'm the man.
0: Fifth. A legend yeah you're something than,
3: topic, <laughs> you're, so. you're like you a know. mythical imp you know uh <laughs> yeah. yeah we have a <laughs> just like <laughs> i'm a big ape is what <laughs> i have so <laughs> so this week uh we have obviously some relevant topics that's been going on we have a few things we want to discuss there was a, a semi-decent ufc card on last night that me and steve both watched so i'm sure we're going to talk about that um we also have our music discussion that we have, which we'll do later in the show. Um, so that way, the people that want to hear us yakety yak can hear us talk beforehand and then get their music filled later on, which is good because that's the reason why we get together uh, to do this whole thing in the first place. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, throw the ball in Steve's court and have him kind of take the ship and guide us in the discussion.
1: Yeah, well, the theme for the music segment this week is uh, super groups and uh, guilty pleasures. Guilty pleasures. Yep. And uh, so we're going to start off talking about guilty pleasures and if you even feel like there's a such thing as guilty pleasures and yeah. I know as a metalhead uh, you'll get those guys that are true metalhead cult oh, metalhead the, guys, the elitists the yeah the elitist guys yeah. and you know they, they I'm, I'm sure they listen to stuff other than yeah. that too that And I'm sure
3: true. we already even have a few of those cuz I know a lot of those oh, guys and I'm sure we already have them listening to this and I'm sure that once we get I don't know probably once the Third or fourth episode air, people are gonna go. Oh boy, here what are you guys oh, talking about? Well, bring me the uh, horizon like, kill, and fucking yeah. i am not listening? Yeah, to yeah, me. yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Sure. <laughs> You're such a piece of shit already. Right. You're not even drunk yet. That's the best part. Oh, we forgot to talk I about do um, have Bill Cosby real before. quick I'm uh, it. before he we did. talk. Yeah, well, hey, it is what it is, right? Yeah, everything's worth something. Um, the one thing I forgot to do was mention. Uh, I liked when we did the last time with what we're drinking this week. We're keeping it real. Uh. Easy, and I went with uh, Bud Heavy, Bud Original, The King of Beers, Budweiser, a 12-pack. I'm wearing a Budweiser t-shirt because fuck you, America.
0: Well, I went with something a little more original, Coors Original. Yeah, and it also tastes
3: like donkey piss, but hey, good for you.
0: Hey, it is pretty good. <laughs> it now. is the banquet beer. I'm not going to lie. I do like this donkey piss. It's okay. <laughs> so, we're drinking, Steve. I'm going with something I've
1: never heard of or seen. I just picked it up on a whim. Jack Abbey's Craft Lager. It's uh, Vienna-style Saxony lager, and it's pretty damn good.
3: Nice. Right. Normally, I go that route, uh, but I wanted to be coherent for this one. and yeah, I've, no. I've learned that about myself now that when I'm not on a microphone, I can handle a 12-pack of IPA, but I can't otherwise.
1: Actually, uh, not on IPA. No, well, 5% yeah.
3: Mo- even You know, I've noticed, though, with even certain craft beers, if you look at a Budweiser at 5% and you look at a craft beer at 5%, oh, yeah. they different. hit you different, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, anyways, that's that's relevant. So what we're, we're going to talk about is the guilty pleasure thing, and I kind of brought this topic up, I think, on the last episode or one of the last episodes while we were talking. And my thought process is there's a lot of people in the world that will talk about guilty pleasures, whether it's something that you watch on TV, whether it's something that you do, whether it's a cl- article of clothing that you like to wear, whether it's a... Fuck with if you like to just sit in your car and eat a triple cheeseburger like Gary talked about last time. Some of us have guilty pleasures. That really is a guilty pleasure in my opinion because you should feel a little bad about yourself. I included in a I included in that do that. So fuck yourself. I'm not making fun of Gary. I'm just talking about the fact that hey, we've all been there. Um, (laughs) The guilty pleasures as far as music is concerned, I am somebody that has a huge array in what I like musically. Um, I I really don't believe in musical guilty pleasures
0: it's hard to call a guilty pleasure because yeah. i'm so diverse yeah you know, so. well
3: the thing is is what i like i'm proud of i like uh some justin timberlake i like some katy perry i love metal i'm a fucking true blue metal head at heart so i grew up but like i also somebody once said to me uh a friend of mine and i'm gonna paraphrase it because i can't remember the exact thing that he said but it was uh something along the lines of um Denying yourself of music is denying yourself of pleasure, period, which is not something that you should do. So if you like a New Kids on a Block song and it makes you happy, dude, do it. By trying to fucking conform to what you think people are going to say about you just because you like it, a certain song.
0: Just because you don't like Rush doesn't mean I can't. Basic, disc- you know, there <laughs> yeah, we go. Exactly. You know? Just the
1: confession when I was a little kid. I fucking love new kids
0: on the board. My man, see, there's nothing wrong with that.
3: <laughs> As a grown adult, you should still. There's nothing wrong with it. You don't, I don't think. But <laughs> I'm sure. listen, man, all I'm saying is, this hanging tough comes on. I think this is the third episode in a row that we've talked about We <laughs> really? No, oh, well, not in a row. Anytime Gary's on, wasn't it the, the first time he was on? I think he did. Yeah, we went uh, like we went real hard, with, uh, fucking busting balls I about the hanging it, tough. Yeah. Mode. I can't remember. This is the problem when you drink fucking well when you're doing a podcast. So. Um, I like a lot of things. Stuff. I think that was what we did. Yeah, we just kept doing the right songs. Yeah, and yeah. You know, the conversation. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, here's what it comes down to, and we're watching a documentary apparently on Brism or Black Metal. Is that what's going I on in the background?
0: Takes us. It's a documentary. Oh, takes oh, oh I've heard about this. In. I just yep. had it on the background as something to watch. I'm okay with
3: that. Just is is relevant to what we're doing. Yeah. Sorry. Right, so guilty pleasure. So the whole thing is, is I kind of wanted to. I like being an inspirational person or I try to be, um, whether it's just me hearing myself talking, I'm my own inspiration, or maybe there's that one person out there that listens to what I'm saying. Um, I think that's the whole point of doing a podcast is to get your voice out there. So, um, you can help people reflect on things that they think about or help expand their minds or whatever. So that being said with guilty pleasures, um, I like a lot of things, so this week when we decided to pick some songs, I think with this one, I know going into it, I don't think any of us consider them guilty pleasures because we don't really have them. We all kind of wave the music that we like. Yeah, we
1: kind of talked about this before we started, and uh, none of us really have guilty pleasures. We don't consider it a Mm -hmm. guilty pleasure. I think you said uh, it might be something that you might turn down at a red light with the windows open, Yeah, but you don't really consider it a guilty pleasure. I don't mean, I
0: like... I mean, listen, 90% of the time... 90% of the time, time if I'm going to be playing Madonna, Material Girl, it's going to be with the blaring out the windows <laughs> <laughs> at the Red well, so. Rick, Are you uh, singing along, too?
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: yes, yeah. So he is. Not only singing Lots along, he well. he pulls out his lipstick and fucking kisses the mirror. I'm that's, that's wearing that's
1: heels. <laughs> listen, if it's fucking on Bad by Michael Jackson comes on the radio and you're not singing along with the fucking windows down, then why are you even living? Listen,
3: Michael Jackson gets turned up with the windows <laughs> down. Let's just fucking call a spade a spade, you know, like... There is, that's all I can say about that. So, I guess really what it was was this discussion was more to talk about don't be afraid of what you like, don't be afraid of what you listen to, be open about it. The more you're open about it, the more you're going to shut people up and the naysayers up. The more open you are about what you're interested in, and the more open you are about. Fuck, man, I've seen. I love live music. That's one of my biggest passions in the world. I've seen everything you can possibly think of, man. Um, I typically go to metal shows. I don't often pay for like a pop show or something, but. I've gone to one or two, or I've gone to one or two hip-hop shows, I've gone to whatever, like, live music is an experience no matter what you're doing, um, live art, live theater, live anything, just don't don't pigeonhole yourself, and don't let people around you tell you that you shouldn't like something because they don't like it because it's not cool. Yeah, a, Fuck lot, of times,
1: a lot of times in metal, you get into these scenes, like, you know, you have a black metal scene or whatever, and a lot of black metal guys are going to be like, even even in even in metal itself, they'll be like, "Oh, would you listen to death metal?" Yeah, yeah. I mean, even death metal. Yeah, be, and it's just it's just
3: dude. Stupid. You if you go to the black metal side, people hate Pantera. How do you hate Pantera? A
1: lot of people. I don't. That's like it's a like lot of a people. Trend yeah, in metal.
3: it's a new trend all yeah. of a sudden. Yeah, but which I and I get it. Whatever. But everybody has to have their own voice. Everybody has to be cool. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. I
1: just think some some black metal band even went and like pissed on Dime's grave or something. I think that was a
3: stunt. That, that actually, stunt. yeah, it turned out it wasn't actually a real thing because that. A million people sent me that when that happened a couple years ago, and I was like, oh, listen, don't believe everything on the internet, which is going to segue into some topics later on, but that's, again, but, um, yeah, so the Guilty Pleasure thing, um, listen, so what it ended up doing as far as us when we decided to pick some songs, uh, we kind of just picked some songs that we liked that not everybody necessarily would like. I took this upon myself to play something that I knew for a fact was going to just make Ray laugh. Uh, which is exactly what I tried doing. Whether Steve was going to like it or not, I have no idea what he thought. I
1: think Ray did the same thing.
3: Yeah, yeah, but in a different manner. <laughs> like, true, true. Yeah, d- different manner, because like, cert- Ray can like almost anything. He likes Wesley Willis. Yeah. You know, rock and roll McDonald's, you know, like, yeah. and he f- waves that flag willingly. You He's, play, not so- the man, he's got one beat. <laughs> 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 there's just certain things that I know... I know pushes buttons, just like there's certain things that he knows that can push my buttons. I don't like Industrial Geddy Lee. You know, that's just... <laughs> you don't like REM, so I know eventually I'm going to play an REM song. You know, like, there, there is what it is. We, we all are going to challenge each other just because I think it's funny, and that brings up more conversation later on anyways. Um, so that's really it. So when we talk about the music, that's why we brought up the uh, the um, Guilty Pleasure thing. Do you want to talk about the Supergroup thing and talk about that when we t- actually talk about the music?
1: Well, no, we can talk about it. I mean, this. Yeah, that's another topic, is the supergroup. And to me... Uh, what do just, you really define a supergroup? Yeah, you know? I mean, you can there's you can have groups from uh, a lot of big bands and put those guys together and make a supergroup, or you can have a bunch of guys from who, underground bands come together and make a group that the majority of the population wouldn't know, but people who are fans of underground metal would know, so that's yeah. also a supergroup. <clears throat> and then there's so much cross-pollination between metal bands that I mean, shit. You can you can name tons of supergroups, yeah. but the real, true supergroups I've kind of had a hard time with because um, you get such a big um, you. You think that it's gonna be something because it's a supergroup, and then you go listen to it, and it's like, ah, uh, this is a little bit disappointing.
3: The thing is, you put you put them on a pedestal because of who is involved in the band, right? Or artists in general. So whether it's a rap group or a Ray.
0: Like I was gonna say, like one of my picks I almost picked was going to be uh, Geezer Butler and uh, Burton C. Bell from Fear Factory, and that's basically I would just call that a side project. I wouldn't call that a super. Well,
3: see, that's the other thing. There's there's aspects of that too. Like at one point I had, um, I was gonna bring this up. So I had I I wrote down a list of bands that I wanted to bring up and maybe even pick songs from, and I'll talk about those when we actually talk about the music that we picked. But one of the bands I I put down was Slash because Slash's last couple albums. He put out a couple solo albums that had um, a different singer on every song. Uh, there's one specifically I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but it had like uh, Fergie was on a song and uh, Miles fucking whatever his name is that it sings with him all the time. What the fuck is that guy's name? He was I was in, gonna
1: say Davis, but Miles I was <laughs>
3: too. It's not no, yeah. I was gonna get ripped. No, up Miles. In, sorry, he's he's, he's like, in uh, sure. he's in Alter Bridge, whatever that guy is. Uh, Alter Bridge. Yeah, the singer. He was in, um, he's yeah. in anyway. So yeah, he's his singer now when he does the solo work. Anyways. It had uh, the singer Matt Shadows from fucking um, Avenged Sevenfold on one. They, he had a different singer for every song. So I almost threw that out there because I was going to say, hey, this is, you know, it was actually a cool album. There were a few really good songs in there, but that's not a super group. That's, no, that's a solo like a, album yeah, with, yeah, yeah. A, yeah, with the guest spots. Yeah. Dave Grohl did that with that Crowbot or Probot or whatever that was. Shout
0: out to another thing. It's called uh, Teenage Time Killers. It's, oh yeah, uh, I've heard of that. A project that's got Randy Blitz uh, vocals. Yep. I can't name half of them right now. No, but, but I know what you're got, talking uh, about. The drummer from C.O.C.
3: It's got a lot of, uh, a, lot of a lot hardcore of hardcore singers. Hardcore punk,
0: About yeah. two minute well, songs. Sp- sp- spread, I mean, speaking of, know, of that, look same at same idea.
3: Have you ever heard that Metal Allegiance thing that came out a couple years ago? It's got every like thrash singer you can think of from fucking Chuck Billy I to I, I think Phil. Yeah, kind of like
1: um uh, one of the guys from Anthrax does like a live show every year and they cover metal songs and you just get. Random metal music. Phil does it a lot. He yeah, that's, lot
3: that's, that's what the fuck is that? Metal Standard School or something? Yeah, uh, something like that. Yeah, but that, they, they, well, that's what turned into Metal Allegiance. Oh, alright. So they took that and turned it into a tour and an album, which the album's actually pretty good. There's a couple good songs in there. Um, fuck, man, Tony Iommi did that with... Uh, I, with
1: was, I almost picked that. Then I was like, that's not really... It's, a not good a super <laughs> it's not
3: a super which he was supposed to. Yeah. He was supposed to do an entire album with Phil because of The Time Is right. Mine. And I and love the
1: songs that they did do. There's
3: like three or four that you can find that yeah. are fucking incredible. Yeah. Um and that's when Phil's voice was at its absolute peak in the early 2000s when he was doing Down 2 and he was doing Superjoy and there was just something about his voice that was different but um again we talk about Phil so obviously we're all Phil marks anyways um but yeah so obviously those are those those are solo groups I think a true there are variations of supergroups there's a lot of supergroups going on in the hardcore scene now There's a band called End that has a bunch of guys from uh bands that were up in the late eight, uh, late 90s early 2000s um there's uh there's a fucking ton off the top of my head, but supergroups in my opinion I would say they they have to be, to, me for me to truly consider them a supergroup, it's got to be four different members from four different bands, at I least right or a couple like. different members not a specific number, but then they also have to not only put out an album but I would I would say tour at least once, not just because there are a lot of people that will just put out a one off album, and that's it and then you right. get the one off album yeah. which is cool and all. But like, Jamie jo- Johnson from Hatebreed, he's got two solo albums, they're awesome, and they I have mean, guest vocals on all of them. I almost um.
0: went 60s, 70s, I could have played Cream, you know what I mean? Well, no, but that would have been great to play, I that. that's the thing. in that realm, you know, but at the same time, I just kind of felt like going more modern. Yeah, for what well,
3: well, I mean, you could you could, you could go though. fucking, to not list, to start listing them off, because I yeah. think we should do it when we talk metal, the yeah. actual picks. was it, uh, what's the band with, uh, the guy from Pearl Jam and fucking Chris Cornell? They did uh, Hair of the Dog or whatever. Isn't that what it's called Something yeah, like that Yeah, Hair of the one Dog of the, that, one's, that one's a fucking good one There's a Bat million season. bands bad Season Yeah, bad uh, Season's incredible Josta
1: Jasta wasn't involved But Kingdom of Sorrow There was uh, No, he Kingdom of Sorrow Was, was him was, and was, Oh Yeah, he wasn't that Yeah, yeah, yeah but that's, yeah. that right there yeah, would, that be, would be a super
3: group well, that, And that's the other thing That would technically be A super group Even though it was Really just two guys Yeah And then they had a touring band They toured, yeah And they did tour And they put out two albums That was a great super group But that's the thing Is there a specific number That you can take In uh, In I don't think there's a number that limits how, how what constitutes a, a supergroup.
1: I think a lot of them are, are one-offs. So there's not yeah. that many that just yeah. continue to do their own thing.
3: Well, then there's there's some supergroups, like I, I'm a really big fan of the lead singer of Bleeding Through. I'm a mark for pretty much everything that he touches. Okay. He put out an album called Suffer Well, and it's got the dude from uh, Anel Mothrock in it. It's got a couple other guys from a, a couple different bands. I can't remember everybody off the top of my head, but that w- they made a one album with the intention on releasing it and touring with it because Bleeding Through was kind of wearing down a little bit. And it's really, really, really good. It's very well done, and it is definitely different than bleeding through. Um, and wh- something happened with them was uh, the record company fucked them over. So they put the album out. You can actually find it on Spotify. You can find it on everything. They just never actually sent the album out yeah. because when they got um, when they got like they started getting pushback from the. Um, Label they wanted them to tour more than what they originally signed for. They want them to do all kinds of other stuff. From what I gather, he talked about it on his podcast once. Finally, because a lot of people wrote in about it and were like, "Yo, hey, what the fuck?" Like this album's perfect.
1: Well, it's usually when they when people do this, it's usually kind of a money grab. Yeah, and they probably didn't feel like touring and you know like doing a full tour. See, I watch.
3: think I think these guys wanted to tour, but it's the amount that I think Century Media was their their label. Yeah, and they wanted them to tour like immediately and hit it hard and. Like, he had really just started doing well with his gym, and he had, that's kind of why he was winding down with Bleeding Through. And he's like, look, I'll tour, but, like, I'm not going to tour for 10 years straight. or You know, right, like, right. and that's the other thing. Some bands have full-blown intent on touring longer than what they assume, but then you get offers with your real band, and you have to jump back. So my pick, which is, well, when we get into that, that's what's going to happen with that one. We'll talk about that, but, um, yeah, so that's a little bit about some supergroups, which are going to be something that we talk about when we talk about our picks today. Um, and then when we did picks, we did a random song too, just something that we felt like listening to. Yeah. And even that was hard to pick because I have a lot that I want to talk about. It's never hard to me because
0: yeah. I could find something today right before we get oh, together, yeah. and I'm like, oh, I'm fucking, I yeah. gotta do this now. I'm, I'm always open to finding something. You
3: know? I think it's more what I meant by hard was like. What do I feel like talking about more right now? Yeah. Because yeah. I have so many songs that I want to bring to the table. And now we actually have a table, guys. Yeah. We're kind of <laughs> we're kinda professionals all of a sudden.
2: Better We yeah. all have a separate mic.
3: We have separate mics. We have better audio. We actually have a table that we're sitting around. We're almost like we're professionals. So I hopefully this one goes well. we
0: all kind of have like a toss-up, though, for our super group or whatever we pick. Yeah. Where we have a backup. Oh. Where we cross between both of them and we're like, oh. Especially. Right at the end, I got to pick this one. The, the other
3: thing it, with that is, is the past four episodes. Since the first one We've had somebody else here So we've yeah. been trying To limit our, our picks So we Originally limited us To three And ever since we Limited to three We've had somebody else Sitting here So we took the same yeah. Amount of time To listen to the songs yeah. Anyways yeah. So this is the first time We listened to them And I thought we were done Way earlier Than what we normally yeah. listen to music Because we listen to all The songs ahead of time If you guys didn't know um and this time it took us like forty minutes and we yeah. actually had time to bullshit I've been and hang trying out. And... To
0: keep it within the five minute ratio. Just yeah, so I almost went with a <coughs> fourteen minutes. Yeah. yeah, I could. Yeah. In the end, put something on. I that think might be a little treacherous to people. I'm gonna. I'm I'm gonna put bad it, reviews. I'm gonna so. put it on. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm gonna put it on on the uh, the the microphone now. I think that should be a topic for uh, a theme for later on a song over seven minutes, a song over ten minutes, or whatever we feel like. Yeah. So that will be a cool episode. Um, and then I also, there was another one that I wanted to do, and it just popped in my head, but I can't remember now, so I'll remember it in a little bit, but that's the problem with, again, drinking while you're podcasting, so that's, uh, but that's why we're awesome, so, um, so anyways... Let's uh, transition just into just some regular talk, because we're going to get back into music in a minute. Steve, uh, what do you have?
1: Uh, last night's UFC uh, was kind of a shitty show until the co-main and the main event.
3: It's going to be a real easy wrap-up about that show, because truthfully, there really wasn't much to talk about. No. Um, it wasn't... You could tell that I think they were scrambling to put together a, a card. I don't know the total in and outs. I haven't been following as well as I used to. Um, I've been back into it ever since we started this, because it's cool that we all have something to talk about. Yeah. Um, the two co-headlining main events were really the only reason to watch last night. Otherwise, it was, it was pretty rough. I hate to be that guy and like talk shit about fighters because I'm not a fighter and I don't know what it takes to get in there. Um, but when you see a bad fight, you see a bad fight. When you see something that shouldn't be Yeah, there, I mean,
1: that, it's, not, it's not talking shit about fighters. The problem with UFC right now is um, there's they put on so many cards and they have so many fighters under contract to fill those cards... That they're using guys that should still be regional fighters fighting down at fucking yeah. Twin River or something. Well, they're
3: losing a lot of people too. That's the thing. They're losing yeah. people to fucking Bellator. Bellator doesn't test like fucking yeah. A uh, lot UFC of older, older UFC You're, veterans and, and they can like they have sponsorships. Yeah. When they when the biggest thing that killed UFC, what started the downfall was the Reebok deal. The Reebok deal fucking killed them because now you're taking guys' paychecks away from Because you would have some guys look. The guys who make money right now are the Conor McGregor's of the world that can talk shit. So when not only can he back himself up, but he's a larger than life character. Not everybody has that.
1: He's kind of changed the game because the rankings don't matter anymore. It's, it's irrelevant. Just, everybody, it's all, it's hype. Hype. It's yep. all hype, and yep. everybody wants yep. the big money fight. Like, yeah. Like when? Uh, well, we haven't talked about it yet, but um, um, DJ and. Cehudo yeah, last night and uh, DJ lost finally. The De- uh, Demetrius Johnson is Demetrius who Johnson, about. yeah, uh, Mighty Mouse. What? How long has it been two thousand five, two thousand six?
3: He's had a, the only person that's had a longer title reign than him is uh, Anderson Silva, who had the who had one belt for however many consecutive days.
1: And we'll uh, we'll get to the fight eventually. But the reason I bring that up is because uh, immediately after Cejudo won the title and said, "Look." I want to go after a second title and move up in weight, yeah. which leaves that title in limbo, and everybody is doing that right. because Conor did it, and right. it's a moneymaker.
3: And not for nothing, like that's the name of the game now, and if you don't call out the fucking biggest, baddest challenge, you're not going to get anywhere. And that weight class especially is super forgotten about. There was a point where they were trying to push the 125, the really smaller guys, and they found out real quick that those those pay-per-views just don't draw. It's
1: just That's also not deep enough.
3: Yeah, there's not yeah that's, that's the other issue if
1: you look at Demetrius Johnson's record like he's a great fighter and he's, he's he does what he's supposed to do but I mean who is he I mean he's beaten some guys but really I mean he, you know
3: there's not enough and he's never moved up and Cejudo yeah. had a good point with that yeah there's been a few times where I thought for sure Demetrius Johnson could have moved up could have showed his merit a little bit Dillashar better he was supposed to fight Dillashar. yeah I mean, he and didn't. decided not to yeah, which sucks He's a because
1: small guy He Even Cejudo looked a lot bigger than he did Well, last night he did His yeah. back was
3: twice the size of fucking Demetri Just Johnson Shut
1: the heads up I'm
0: really in the dark so.
3: No, it's okay yeah. That's why Ray's being quiet yeah. You know, listen yeah. some, some people are meant to be seen and not heard That's all I'm saying That's real nice And we don't even have a camera So <laughs> get what I'm saying? Yeah Get back in your fucking corner Hey, <laughs> hey, hey guys, Calm down <laughs> I'm not that fucking big, man. Fuck you. you like, get all fucking defensive. I'm only like kidding. It
1: was a good fight, though.
3: <laughs> no, it wasn't. That, honestly, so all the bullshit aside, the fight turned out to be way fucking better than I thought it was going to be, and it had me on the edge of my seat until the end, and I had it scored exactly the way they did, which was 2-2, um, and I was sitting, actually, with my wife watching the fights, who, who's not really the biggest, like... she's not like wrestling or anything, but when we watch fights, she really gets into it, which is really cool, because that shows the power of MMA and fighting and what it can really do to draw people in, and, uh... I was explaining through the points and you know how how it kind of works and stuff and it was dead on in my opinion 2-2. I thought it was yeah, thought it was good and that last round I truly thought Suhudo, just his wrestling alone stood out in that last round and I th- he pushed the fucking pace man. He he deserved that shot. I mean that title. He did. All the, the, I wouldn't
1: I wouldn't have been uh, surprised if DJ won either only because Suhudo really didn't do a lot when he was on the ground, but he controlled yeah. him. Yeah, and but DJ he might have controlled the stand up, but he didn't do a lot either. And the wrestling is more dominant in my opinion than the stand up was.
3: Well, and the other thing with that, they had a good point though. Was with, with do you blame Suhudo from Holt for kind of controlling him on the ground when not scoring your points? When, like, you know if you get up, DJ has all the chance in the world to fucking to Not win.
1: only that, like, he, he he gets up from everything. So you kind of right. just got to hold him there. And it's not like he was just laying on it. No, no, he was, was moving. Sparking.
3: Yeah, he was, was moving. He was throwing shots. He was scoring points. You know, yeah. those little dink hits to the back of the head. Um, but anyway, so that was that was a really good fight. I was It impressed the shit out of me. The one thing I thought was funny, well, two things in the fight were kind of crazy, were uh, the foot thing, which we talked about. It looked like yeah. Sahuda's foot turned into a pile of jelly. Which was, if you haven't seen it, try to look it up. I'm sure you can see it on YouTube. It was the fucking weirdest thing to see and watch live, anyways. And then the other thing I thought was odd was when Dana White put the belt on Cejudo. It was a, a was upside down. I'm the whole time I'm like, fix the fucking belt, fix the fucking belt. Chris like, what's wrong? I was like, it's upside down. That's so fucking disrespectful. But uh, so I'm probably, I'm sure I just popped the fucking mic. I, I am already, but whatever. I don't All give right. a fuck. We'll be able to control that later on. And then the other thing is, did you notice that there was like an extra strap on the back of that belt? They should. Why aren't they making a, a belt? The oh, size of those extender? guys, yeah, it was weird. It was almost like Velcro. It didn't look right.
1: When I worked at uh, figures, they'd make extenders for belts for real small guys, and it's just like a, it's just like another piece of the belt with the leather and the snaps, and it just snaps in and kind of extends oh, okay. the strap a little bit. All right,
3: that way. All right, that way it fits the smaller guys. But it, I mean, it makes if sense. It's a
1: small guy like that, why not just make a real one?
3: Well, that's what I don't understand. Why don't like? I get it. The original belt, you you have. You kept the original belt size for, you know, all the way through every weight class. And for the most for the most part, up until I'd say 135 is where they start looking a little big. Because um, even Dillashaw last night, his looked a little big, but his fit. I think fit, they should
1: have a different title for every, every weight division.
3: I think once you get to that point, you should definitely make one that fits, retrospectively.
1: Yeah, well, yeah at least that fits. But I mean even a different look.
3: It would be cool. Yeah. I think it would break it up a little bit. Because the whole point of, like... I don't know, I, then that goes into the argument of like what WWE's doing right now with like a different, it's one belt with a different strap on it. Is that a good idea? At first I thought it was going to be kind of cool, and now you see it, you're like, oh, that's the same belt yeah. that I don't really like in the first place with a fucking blue strap or a green strap. Yeah. Where like, that's not the same thing as like the Intercontinental title being white, which I thought was incredible, or yeah. the yellow one which was fucking even cooler. Like, But that's because the person holding it changed it to their own specs or whatever, and like that. Yeah. You know, like, I think Which I think that's cool because you have a larger-than-life... Like, Dalton Warrior did it, you know?
1: Well, I mean, I think that would help UFC because... People would pay attention more. Yeah, and a lot of these guys aren't stars. They don't have much of a personality. And if you let... A little bit of that personality into the belt, and even the stuff they wear—they're not allowed to wear. What Motherfucker,
3: they want. let some wrestling into your fucking business. Right. Clearly, that's what's selling. That's yeah. what Conor McGregor does. Conor, right he's there. cutting promos, bro. Fucking Rick Flair. <laughs> yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Red panty night, baby. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> that's fucking. That's one hundred percent what he's doing. All right, so so to not let Ray be too out of the fucking uh, out of the conversation, we'll get into the uh, headlining match from last night, which was um, T.J. Dillashaw. And Cody uh, Garbrandt, number two, no love Cody, no love, number two, which I fed into every ounce of the hype for the fucking first fight. I fed it into every ounce of the hype for this fight. And I wasn't shocked by the outcome of last night. Um, I just was really hoping for more of a fight because what Garbrandt did to fucking, um, who, did he, who the fuck did he beat for the title? Oh my God, I'm brave and farting uh, so bad right now. Cruz. Yeah. Whatever the where he was dancing and doing a break dance in I the middle of the whatever, so wh- I, I can't remember. I'm everybody's gonna be screaming at the fucking yeah. the their earphones right now, going, "What the fuck
2: are you? You're doing not a fan, man. Yeah, you're it's not a fan. A, I'm, you I'm didn't just even watch him I'm, I'm,
3: I'm, I can look it up on my phone right here. Anyway, so you know you know who I'm fucking talking about. That fight was crazy, and to watch him lead up to him winning the belt, he really is a phenomenal fighter. So I was really hoping for that, but I think his just his emotions got to the better of him because um, he fights for Team Alpha Male, and that they have that beef with fucking. TJ going to you know uh, Bangs fucking camp and all that other stuff, but we're we're like this is inside baseball talk. So if you don't know what we're talking about, we apologize. Skip ahead ten minutes, but yeah, um, yeah. So anyways, it was really it was it was a good fight. It was didn't get out of the first round like the last time. Yeah,
1: it was only what like a minute and a half. Yeah,
3: the I when I thought it was gonna kick in was uh, looked like Cody was doing pretty good keeping the distance with the kicks. All of a sudden he points to the middle of the ring, says, "Come on, man, meet me right here." You know to Dillashaw. Dillashaw fucking met him And that was it man That was You gotta be careful Talking shit Cause sometimes it backfires You know
1: Yeah I don't have much To say about the fight Cause it wasn't that That long and, and you know There's not much to say About it But one thing I'm so fucking tired of Is that After every fight now Oh this guy's The greatest Blah 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 ever Yeah He's the greatest Bantamweight ever First of all The Bantamweight division Has been around for what Two years maybe Three years yeah maybe And uh You know it's I just don't understand. He just lost to Dominic Cruz what a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. So has he events that loss? He hasn't, right? Who Dillashaw? Did?
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh I can't remember. Is, way, Cruz, no, I don't think he did because no, yeah, no, you're right because Dominic Cruz is who uh fucking No Love beat. So right. that fight, and right?
1: Cruz beat
3: Dillashaw. Cruz beat Dillashaw with the title. Yeah, yeah. No Love then, beat fucking Cruz. Yeah. Cruz, I mean uh, Dillashaw beat fucking No Love twice now. Yeah. And I think, I honestly think when Dillashaw lost to Cruz, I think he was hurt or something. I really yeah. do. I remember him, like, someone with his arm or something. But,
1: but Cruz is always hurt, too, so. Yeah, yeah. But I we, just, if, listen, if you're going to pick a best man in weight ever, it's probably Cruz. Oh, I would think so. It's a division that's been around for two fucking years. How about give it some history first? And then talk
3: about David yeah. Well, one issue is, they did, what was what did they call it before they brought those divisions into the uh, UFC? They had their own fucking company. Back when... Um, oh, uh,
1: WEC? Yeah, that was... Bruce they had, was the head of that. Yeah,
3: yeah. Him and fucking the dude with the long uh-huh. hair that's with, um, I met him. Faber. No, no, no. Faber was around too, but uh, he had, he's got the Angel Wings tattoo on his back. He's got what? Angel Wings tattoo on his back. He's got like got an Afro. He's, he fights for Bellator now. Uh, he's a bigger guy for the uh, fight. the shit. You know who I'm talking about, though. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Yeah. There's the, so I'm it's, just
1: tired of that. It seems after every fight now, so-and-so is the greatest ever. Yeah. Stipe is the greatest ever. DC is the greatest the ever. The only ever. thing
3: I can say about the Stipe thing is technically, uh, stats-wise, because he won three in a row and nobody else has, he kind of deserves that.
1: He also lost to fucking, what, what's the big fucking tall dude that's like seven feet tall? Struve. Struve. Struve, him. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. You can't call him the greatest ever if you lost the fucking. Seven. I did True. watch him not knock, knock that guy out. What I seen him live. Oh, he was.
3: Yeah, you were at the fucking Engano fight in Boston. Yeah, fight. Yeah, the fight. yeah, yeah Ray was, was at that. Good. That
1: was Engano yeah. and what? Uh, Steepak. Oh, you were at that. Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: yeah, he was at that. And but that was all hype though too. That was and look at what N'Gano's done since then. Not yeah, that last right. fight with fucking That's him and Derek the other thing.
1: Ngannou, he, Rogan. Oh, he's the scariest guy. Yeah, it's, no, come on, man. No, 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 no. Come on. Yeah, he That's did. He did hit hard, but. What's his name? Well, the Fuck thing is, is
3: he he's fighting fucking uh, Overeem, but he's not Overeem that beat Brock Lesnar when he was Uberim right. and juice of the tits. Has
0: no chin left whatsoever. Yeah, he's he's been knocked out how many times? Big black guy. What am I thinking? Of? There's street, a lot of those. Street fighter, street fighter. <laughs> ball rag. Zios. No, the guy who knocks people's eye out. Wow. Well, ball, ball rag. Ball rag. No, nah, that, that was no stamina. Went to the UFC, fucking, he died. I can't think oh, of his name. Oh, I thought you meant the street foot of the
3: no. game, you asshole. No, 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 what no, the no, fuck, no. you're such a douche. Oh, Kevin Fergus, uh, uh, Kimbo. Kimbo, Kimbo.
0: Kimbo, Slice. Kimbo. No, Kimbo was all you hype. Throw people in with this fucking no, it, listen, shit. listen, real stamina. They're going to a round. The fucking yeah, yeah but listen, two rounds in, they can't do shit. Hold on, they fall asleep. Real
3: yeah. fight fans, as much as I was behind Kimbo in the Kimbo hype train, knew that he wasn't going to do very well. No,
0: it's yeah.
1: different fighting a guy on the street. Yeah, that has, had a and, and they were throwing <laughs> him. because you guys. Um, yeah, but listen, the they were enough.
3: no. But that's <laughs> I'm glad you brought oh. up. But they threw listen, they threw him to the fucking wolves right away, and and. Early on, they were throwing him sleeper fights because he he can't he was a great if he they had, if he had went into boxing which he did. He was great in boxing, because he can box. He can throw punches. He wasn't good. Out for what he had, had, had bad knees them. by the point. The yeah. fucking he was like forty something yeah. by the time he, he boxing, broke in. If
1: he was boxing real guys. Oh yeah, no, nah, he would have.
3: Boxing's a fucking joke altogether. No th- like and I grew up a boxer and I grew up a boxing fan and boxing hasn't been the fucking same since the eighties and even then it wasn't the fucking same.
0: Well, it depends what so we're talking why about. want in the octagon? I want to see Steven Seagal in the octagon. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see this motherfucker. He did. Who didn't tell he's tough as shit. He did. In the octagon. T- yeah.
3: He did teach fucking Anderson Silva that uh, front, front fucking kick. face kick. I don't whatever. care
1: if taught
0: anybody. I'm I want still to
3: see him in the red. I'm still waiting for the day that somebody throws Rogan enough money to do a celebrity fight. I'm surprised they haven't yeah, done uh, it man, yet. Man,
1: they was gonna do that Wesley Snipes fight is, that Yeah, awesome.
3: that would be. Yeah, That was a long time ago, the two, and he would have fucking yeah. smoked. Fucking Rogan, you ever see Rogan kicking that fucking bag thing that he's got in his? Beast. He is an animal. He's a tenth planet black
1: belt. Black belt. Yep.
3: He's legit. Yeah, he's definitely. He's legit. You ever watch his workouts?
1: Young dude, and as intense as he is. You ever
3: see the fucking the video footage of him teaching uh, George St. Pierre that that step and side kick, whatever the fuck he did? What the fuck, man? Dude, like, or even watch him fucking kicking pads. He's got that fucking, the same thing that Engano like, broke the record on, that punching. It, yeah. it looks like the thing that Drago in Rocky Forest, yeah. punching to, to test his strength. Yep. He kicks that fucking pad, and he beats Engano score with his fucking shin. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, it sounds like a machine gun going on. Rogan's what? He's
1: probably 50? 5'9", 50 not, not even he's 5'9". I've met,
3: I met him in person, if he's 5'8". Yeah. I'd be surprised. He's he's a solid. He's all a fucking thick oh, and oh, old. Well, he admits he's
1: on T.R.T.s.
3: So. Yeah. Well, he yeah, but T.R.T. What he's doing is totally legal. Oh yeah. Not yeah, because yeah. he's not fighting. I mean, because yeah, yeah. like. It's a real thing. Like I believe in testosterone replacement oh, sure. therapy. I think we all eventually. I think we got all probably use it now because yeah, once you hit like probably. thirty, you start losing it. Yeah. And the more head and, head injuries you have, it has to do with CTE and everything else. You start losing your testosterone. Yeah, but I mean, if
1: you're using TRT in the right way, you're basically just right. bringing yourself up. To we're the, not,
3: the, not talking. The level. We're not talking TRT. Fucking we're not Vitor Vito. Belfort. Yeah. I'm talking <laughs> juice to the
1: fucking tits. Although,
3: goddamn, Is have that you the same seen him? Did
1: the rocks on? No, he's on fucking anabolic steroids. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like ten thousand dollars for a shoot up. I don't. Like,
3: <laughs> I well, out. I'm not. I don't because I don't know if the Rock will ever hear this. I'm sure he's not going he to. A fuck. But he's on a fucking steroids. Yeah. He is. You don't get that much bigger at forty fucking yeah. eight or whatever he is. But. He's he a fucking mammoth He's fucking dick off. up at four thirty every fucking morning. He works his ass off. Every every uh movie that he does, he's got a he's got his own personal gym with him. He's got a, a, a trailer dedicated to just gym to, yeah. uh, for the If gym I equipment.
1: took anabolic steroids, I'd turn into a cow like fucking Gary. You know, I wouldn't don't, go, I don't, I
3: don't go to the gym. You know, I wouldn't be the rock. I wouldn't get fucking huge. I really oh fuck, we just spiked Oh not oh, I don't even man. give a fuck anymore. We're we're getting pretty good at this. Alright, anyway, so we, we we had some good fight talk we Moo
2: Basically, we up.
3: I'm fucking popping and scratching uh, and shit. Done, 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 done. What uh, what what Most do you sucks. what do you want to go? Well,
1: there? we got there is more UFC talk. What do you think about uh the Mag- Ma- yeah the Conor McGregor and Khabib Nurkic to See that? I'm pretty good. Not mad Announcement.
3: Go ahead, Ray, because you didn't know anything about what we were talking about. Did you know that that got announced? I'm sure.
1: Well, did you know? Um, I'm sure you know the whole thing with the he attacked him on the bus. Yeah. Yes, the yes. The I saw and that, and that whole shit.
0: thing, and it was all basically, in my eyes, that was a big fucking, you know, WWE fucking. It was. Yeah, I don't think it, I don't think it was. I don't think it was staged, but they definitely used it to as promo. a hype.
1: And it, went
3: out, it got out of hand, and he just yeah, had he the fucking... Out, yeah. he, what, what did he, he just do? knew exactly what he was doing,
2: but he yeah. had no way When out you have of that yeah. type of money, you can do whatever the well, fuck I, I don't think. I don't
3: right, think yeah. he thought he was actually going to get in trouble, and he ended up yeah. getting in real fucking end? End. Yeah. trouble. Yeah. yeah,
0: he's taking pictures with the fucking cops. He didn't get yeah, in trouble. At the true. end, he's No, no, he didn't. He just
3: had the plea bargain. Yeah, he did. He just had the plea bargain in front... and all he
1: did well he got community service, right?
3: Yeah, but... That's what that created a fucking Twitter uproar of people fucking talking shit about him because they're like, "Oh fucking pussy, you fucking plea bargain." Yeah, well, no shit, man. Guy, he's a businessman. He yeah. wants to be able to fight in the country. He's not a citizen. Yeah, what the fuck? Like, I don't fucking blame him. Plea bargain, all you fucking want, dude. You want to be able to fight again? It, it was like, all yeah. a show. Yeah, That's you know what? The, what you, know, you know what he did? Sold tickets.
0: And yeah, you know, you know he, I fucking love. He did a good it. job. Yeah, fuck he yeah. did a good it. job doing what he did.
3: Fuck yeah. I'm not. I'm not. He sad got about everybody it. riled
1: up. That's the a big More bet. wrestling, That's UFC, the better.
3: Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I can, well, speaking of that, I can't wait for fucking uh, Chael and uh, um, Fedor. Funny. Yeah. Ch- Chael and Fedor, October. Yeah. Fucking can't wait. What's What's the bigger fight in October? Well, obviously, I'm only kidding. Connor yeah, and fucking yeah. Nurmagomedov or whatever. Fucking that dude's name is uh, Khabib. We'll just call him Khabib because Khabib. none of, None of us are fucking intelligent enough to be able to say his last name, but. Uh, so I think that fight we oh we're definitely gonna it's October 6th I'm gonna c- putting it on here because we're gonna do an episode um revolving around I think I have a wrestling event right before that but that's okay because I'm typically out of there by like nine or eight and that fight won't even the fight card will start till 10 yeah. that one we can probably do at my house because I have uh the well we should actually pay for that one Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. Well, we do pay for them in a different way, but... Yeah, whatever. Uh, we Yeah, well, we pay for fucking watching some of them. Some of them are terrible, but... Um, anyways, uh, we're going to try to set up an actual one, and I might try to get a couple of special guests for that episode, just so uh, some dudes that actually know what the fuck they're talking about to throw in with us, but... Uh, anyways, that's that's neither here nor there. So, um, that's going to be a big fight. I'll, I'll buy the fucking hype on that do one. Do
1: you have any predictions
3: on that fight? I think not wins. I, I, don't, I don't think Khabib's as good as everybody thinks he is. I think he's been kind of protected. I think he is a phenomenal wrestler. I think he does hit like a ton of bricks.
0: I'm gonna say I want Connor to lose. Just
3: want wants and think are gonna little, happen though. What's the difference? There's a difference.
0: It's not a big. Um, it's not a big moral outcome for me. It's basically I just want to see him lose, just to shut him up a little bit. But at the same time, like it doesn't really matter to me. Yeah. I really just, I would like to see somebody eat their words. I want to see Can a, a good fucking fight. Yeah. I
3: want to see, I would like to see Khabib take Conor down. I would like to see Conor have to fucking fight for his life. I would
0: like to see life. anybody be competitive enough to do it. I, I'm, I, I'm right. not saying Conor McGregor's a bad fighter. I'm just saying. I no, it's like, not. He's good. I would like good. to see somebody else fucking beat the shit out of
3: him. Well we, well, we have you know, seen it. We saw Nate was, Diaz. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, Now, here, well, here's a question, Steve. I'll throw this to you. Yes, we finally get in the hype train that we've been hearing we're going to get for a while. Conor and Khabib. A, two two-part question. Do you think it's a little too late? Do you think this should have happened before he fought fucking Mayweather? That's A. What Connor and Khabib. Connor, yeah, or and before Khabib's holes kind of got shown a little bit in the last fight, or uh, B. Who would you? Is there anybody you'd rather see him fight? Maybe Nick Diaz, maybe GSP. No, I'm this just throwing those two at this. So this is
1: the fight I want to see, mostly because of the whole bus incident. Yeah, I agree. Um, typed up, it is. It's typed it's up. up, and and Nate. I mean, it'll be a great fight, but we've seen it twice. No, 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 not Nate. Nick. Oh, Nick, uh, man. I don't know. Nick's a fucking big dude. I think you'd have to really. I yeah, know. Nick I, is a lot bigger. I was I just mean, throwing I'd watch out there. it out. I watched the fuck out of it. Well, because
3: that was kind of hinted around for a little bit. Yeah. And then what about him and GSP?
1: GSP, GSP would probably wrestle fuck him. but.
3: Um, <laughs> Tell I'm me you okay don't want to see that. it, though. I'd, I'd love to see it. Yeah. Have
0: the Diaz brothers ever fought each other? No, they won't, they won't. No, yeah you're totally. not going to see that Tell me how just, amazing that would be. that would be great it'd, it'd be fucking awesome you're never
3: going to see that yeah. but they're not going to they're not they would they wouldn't do Why the, the fuck not well a it's because just about a fight. no a because yeah. they're brothers and yeah. b because it's smart not to do that, cuz they know each other's holes though too so you know what that you know what that would fight fight would be would be two guys fucking staring at each other cuz they're not going to as much as you think they're going to bang yeah. they both know each other's holes they're not going to fucking i just
0: know they're both good and i'd like to see two people you're going to see a, both their potential against each other
3: i think they're Bigger and better fight. I think that's too obvious. I think that's too like, you could see a but lot that's of the
0: thing. It's outside the box. That's what makes me want to see it more. Nah, I mean that's a that's a WWE fight. They have to fight. throw a lot of money at them because they're, yeah. they're yeah. real close.
3: Yeah, and the other thing is Nick. Again, Nick's a lot bigger than Nate is. He's yeah. he's a he's a thicker human You'd have being. To cut
1: downside, and Nick and also hasn't won a fight in like what? He hasn't, in yeah. he hasn't fought five in fucking five or six, something. not yeah. one in like ten years. Yeah,
3: yeah. I don't know. I, I personally, my money could be way better spent on other fights. No, I'd pay for that one. There's, but I'd see a lot worse. Too, I don't, you know? I'd yeah. pay for that fight.
0: Know?
3: I'd, I'd rather watch that than a CM Punk but fight.
2: Yeah. Like I'm it. saying,
1: it's a lot worse. <laughs> but as far as uh, Connor and Khabib goes, I saw Brendan Shaw make a post about if Connor beats Khabib, he's the best ever.
3: You might be right. <sighs> Man.
1: That whole best ever thing. I know you hate Khabib? that, right? Yeah. I mean, he can't strike. He's a fucking great wrestler. All right. Well,
3: I'm gonna. This is a great point because that's like everybody back in the day feeding into the Fader hype. I, granted, he's a terrifying human being, and I get why everybody liked him. But he did it. Now that we all know the stuff, and now that it's just like with the rest of history in general, now that we know things, right? Real history books about real geography and in, in the 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 history of the world have changed now. Just like the history of Fader has changed, because we all know that fucking uh, uh, Pride was a goddamn piss test, fucking non-existent entity.
1: Even though he didn't look like he was on anything, he probably. I'm was. not saying
3: he was or he wasn't. Here's yeah. the fucking point. The point is, is he was doing that in a fucking uh, in an age when every motherfucker there was pissing hot as could be. They didn't give a fuck. They were encouraged to take steroids. It's on. It's been reported now. And we all know that they also were fixing fights. They were set. Right. They were throwing certain people.
1: And they were tied into the yakuza, which right. means they were probably tied into the Russian mob. Which right. So he, was hooked up right.
3: With. Why? And everybody, you'll have people say, "Well, how come Fedor never made it to the UFC?" Because the UFC talk shit about him all you want. While the Fertitas were there, wouldn't fix those fights. They were gonna throw him just like they did with Kimbo. They were gonna throw him real fights. Now, different story. Now, because they're they're having a hard time. Just like Shab has a good point on fucking Brock coming back. I ain't fucking pissing on no fucking sticks or doing anything. He's walking in hot a motherfucker. You are not gonna and because he, he doesn't care know. if he fucking gets suspended or not. I saw that
1: he's already in, in the month that it's been announced. He's already taken like three tests. I well, they're gonna it. do that to him. Yeah, yeah. But
3: taking tests and actually getting real results, two different things. This is true. You know because but he took the tests the last time. Is is it it real It's a kick. true. Kick. Listen here, just like and again, I'm gonna I'm gonna say fucking what Shab said. Well, he'll get the only person that could ever live and kick him that hard is Overeem. Overeem was a f- and he was juiced to the fucking tits Overeem was the scariest fucking person he was ever fucking up. He was, he dude was definitely what the drugs. fuck he was Instead all the 300 pounds <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was he was fucking terrifying dude what hey, did you hear about the fucking, uh, the bare Knuckle fight with Phil Baroni and, uh, Lieben? I'm into it. i would fucking 100%. See, so I want to see that more than I want to see... They're
1: both going to lose their fucking memories for eternity, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. I want Phil
3: Baroni with the fastest knockout ever, right? Yeah. Or he, right? Have you ever seen that? Yeah. I,
2: like,
1: did you see the first bare Knuckle event?
3: No, I heard about it. it. I haven't seen it yet. It really I bad. Rogan talks about that all the time. I would like to see some Bare Knuckle come back. Dude, that fucking half assed jabroni fucking uh, Russian Mafia shit you just had on, on YouTube before we <laughs> were watching this. I don't care. It was i was like, watch it just because there's like some a, good fights, It was a fucking goddamn horse and buggy village with some dirt on the ground and ropes around it. I a fucking plane in the background like a <laughs> <it was> street
0: <laughs> party. Dude, USSR. Had, I swear they, to God. They dude, had, dude, you had t- fucking niggas in that fucking cockpit. I said, Nick, guts.
2: That's
3: oh. all I'm saying. <laughs> oh God! All right. Oh God. Anyways, I, I'm pretty. I was just gonna make a rat joke, but you win.
0: <laughs> Yikes!
3: All right. Uh, that <laughs> that would be Uncle Dobby. Everybody. No, Fuck. I'm still here. I'm still
0: right. <laughs> <Healed her. laughs> <laughs> he owns up to it.
3: Oh fucking Christ! Well, uh, normally. Well, this
1: will this will tie into the discussion later. Yeah.
3: yeah um, well, yeah. No, actually, well, so I'm glad you just did that. I'm proud of you, buddy. Speaking of which, did everybody just <laughs> see the fucking Proud Boys get stopped in Providence yesterday? What are the fuck oh, it oh. was? Oh, that pisses me off. Sometimes. I don't. Even, I'm not going to get into that topic big time. I just wanted to make that a point because yeah, yeah. I thought it was a joke. But, that's anyways, joke. Uh, UFC talk. We just we just beat some of that to death, and I could. I think we could keep going on because that's actually. Oh, I got fun. one more. I Go want, ahead. Yeah, let's do it
1: about Diaz and Dustin Poirier and your predictions.
3: Oh, fuck. That's a good fight. Um, Poirier,
1: I think... to me, is a guy that he's always in exciting fights. He's very good. He's a good-looking dude. He can yeah. talk. Yeah. I don't understand why they don't push him more. And now, obviously, with the Nate fight, they're pushing him a little bit more. And it's going to be a real exciting fight.
3: I, I, there's a couple guys that I think that for whatever reason, just don't translate the way that they'd really want them to. So, I think there's always going to be a few guys that are always going to have a hard time um, getting to the point where they really should, um, as far as with their true ability. Because there are some guys that are probably the best fighters, could be the best fighters of all time, but just don't have the personality, so you'll never really see them break the lid of day. Um, Ryan Bader's one of those guys. I think Ryan Bader's more talented than what they've let him show, but I think he was always trying to find that balance of, uh, he wanted to be a main stage guy, but he just couldn't figure out how to uh, WWE it up. You know, um, I met I met him in person once. He's a really nice dude, big big motherfucker too for somebody that fights at 205. Yeah, he looks fucking huge. He's a big back. thick motherfucker. Um, but um, that's besides the point. I think I truly think I think Diaz will end up winning that one because I, I just I don't know how. There's not many people that can keep up with the Diaz brothers' stamina. They just nah. there's just something fucking genetically different about those two. And whatever the fuck they do, I mean, yeah, we all, we all know that they do triathlons, we all know that they, whatever, but um, I, I think it's going to be a good fight. I really do. Uh, It'll I just, be exciting while it lasts. Yeah. I always look at yeah. the
0: Diaz brothers, they're punks. But they can back their shit up. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, but you know? but
3: it, it, like, did you I don't know if you ever. Uh, uh, they don't do very many interviews. But Nick Diaz did the Josta show one time. Yeah. It was the weirdest fucking interview. Dude,
1: they're so weird. Like, especially Nick. Yeah, Nick's real like, out there. Like, you can't keep yeah. him talking. I think he's like paranoid. Like, you watch him. He's fucking. He's talking and he's looking over his right shoulder. <laughs> yeah. <he's> looking over <laughs> his left shoulder. He's looking over yeah. there. And yeah. It's he not stop. Weird fucking answers. And he doesn't actually answer the question that you ask no, him. No, Nick's Nick's better. But he's still awkward. Nick's I mean, a better Nate, fighter. Nate, I
3: mean. No, 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 no. Nick's a better fighter, but he's more awkward than Nate is. I think Nate's yeah. a better mic man. I think yeah, Nate, yeah, yeah. Nate is I a think, little more normal. I think Nate is a little bit more coherent as far as being able to speak and being able to entertain. And yeah, when you yeah. put him in, in those, when you put him in those mic, like when they did the thing two days ago, I think he's a better um, um, entertaining human being. I guess I don't. He's I don't just, know the yeah, word I want to say. He's
2: more
1: with it. Nick is just like a little off. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's, he's weird weird dude he's all he's probably my favorite fighter of all time which
3: shows though too he's the older one so he's probably seen more you know like which well yeah i suppose i
1: don't know much about stockton but supposedly
2: it's pretty
3: uh yeah from what i've read and heard from those two alone like it's you know i mean that's typically the oldest one's always going to see the most shit and they're going to protect the younger one so i mean i i don't i know that's how i am and he was with my brother and sister uh Anyways, so... Yeah, I'm, there was actually a couple of fights that got announced. Uh, Cerrone's fighting fucking... Mike um, Perry. Perry, that should be a good fight. Um, unfortunately, Cerrone's been kind of falling down lately, but he's one of those dudes that will just take a fight. So just let him keep on taking fights, because he's entertaining. I know um,
1: uh, Sevchenko is fighting some chick. I, I don't need... She's the champion. I don't, I don't, I've never even heard of her before. Mincano men- men- or something.
3: Yeah, I don't know who you're talking about. I just heard about that. The problem with that weight class is they... There's nothing there. So they just keep on pulling people out of nowhere. Yeah,
1: and like... I, I don't know if you he must have saw that press conference. Cause Part of it, it. yeah. But uh, she's got a little bit of a man face, but she's bodied up, too. She's fucking looking... There's a couple of them.
3: Yeah. Dude, the the women's division, is, there's a lot of... They're getting there. Yeah. Like, they really are, like, as far as, uh, like, their overall talent. They're starting to
0: figure out... I up think it. 90% of them are manish because they're probably on some fucking sort of steroids, too. Yeah. You know, yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, they're, they're on yeah. some shit. I don't, I don't think... <laughs> and, um, I, that's you, a tough You can one. usually tell.
1: Like, Cyborg was clearly on <laughs> at one point. Cyborg's a whole different animal. I mean, she yeah. had the China face going on. Yeah, she, she had didn't. the different lines. Yeah. She was definitely
3: unfair. Her side. hands, too. Her her muscle structure, everything was different about her. But, yeah, yeah. but still a bad bitch. I, yeah. I, I I wouldn't fucking mess with her. That girl, the, the most terrifying female to ever fucking walk in. I fuck with the
0: fucking pussiest fucking girl you have. She fight it, she no, they're all badass. Yeah. I'm a huge fan oh, of Cat yeah. Gano. I'm a yep.
3: huge fan of fucking... Yeah. Um, What's her fucking uh, Amanda fucking uh, Nuñez? Yeah. I think she. I think she's incredible. I think I'm, she's I'm, fucking phenomenal. I've
1: been women's fighting for a long time.
3: Ever since yeah, Gina Carano. Oh well, that's so huh, brother. Let's <laughs> let's just let's let's put some out here she's on the a table. A better than fucking. Not gonna uh, lie,
0: Ronda Rousey, the fucking garbage uh, pail kid. She fucking <laughs> ugly as <laughs> sin. I oh I don't god. Think she's ugly, if you think she's, she's hot, right? then you got. I'm not saying she's not hot at all. I'm just saying. I don't think she's
3: ugly. I don't think she's no. I don't think there's a single woman's fighter out there that is Gina Carano. Impressive. That's me. But uh, you you pissing you head I'm out. From, all right. So while well, uh, Steve's pissing, we uh, uh, will transition on a couple of things until he comes back. Just to kind of throw it out there. Uh, so we just talked about some fights. Uh, we have a couple of good uh, fights coming up, and we're going to cover those. I think that's a thing that we'll probably start doing more and more of because it's something that we all know a little bit about, and we all have fun talking about it. Especially because uh, me and Steve. Loosely and unloosely follow wrestling, where Ray doesn't follow that at all. So when we talk about that, it's he... not
0: that I don't follow it at all. Like I watch something if somebody puts something on for me, but I'm not like at her at hers to being like I'm going to watch WWE on Monday Night Raw. I don't whatever watch it is. Yeah, but I don't watch
3: one. a lot of that stuff though. So you know it's, know I mean? I'm just saying you're not yeah, like yeah. you know you're not. It's familiar with it as me and him yeah. are. So where UFC you are? I like you, I started
0: in my early 90s. Where it, put it this way, when I found out wrestling was fake, when I was fucking like probably. 12, you know, at best, yeah. I was just kind of like, eh, you know, after it. Well, he,
3: here's one thing I want to segue into while I have a minute. Yeah, so this And this will actually kind of bring back into a, a later uh, segment that we're going to do with the uh, Word Association, which I'm going to uh, run the helm on this one, this episode. But uh, yesterday, today is, uh, when, what is today, August 5th, um, August 4th, 2018. Um, I was a part of a really cool thing uh, called, uh, wrestling promotion called Watch This Fight, and watch this fight. Um, the uh, is run by a Cranston firefighter named Nick Kachiri. Really good guy. He's actually the referee for a couple of the local promotions. Um, he put on this event 100% on his own. Uh, rallied some troops for a fellow local firefighter uh, from Cranston. Um, a guy named David uh, Neary and his wife Rebecca Neary because their son Lorenzo... Uh, which I'm 100% okay with saying their uh, their names on here uh, because they've actually already been on the news and everything else, so we don't have to worry about bleeping these guys. (coughs) Lorenzo uh, is in remission from leukemia. Uh, Unfortunately, the little fella uh, found out that he was sick a few months ago. I unfortunately don't know the entire story. Um, I just know that uh, Lorenzo um, was stricken with uh, leukemia. He's in remission. He's fighting it off. He's still going through some treatments and stuff. Tell you what, watching him yesterday... Uh, you'd never know that the kid was sick. It was, it was very, very, very uplifting and very, very, very inspiring to watch this kid run around and play with his brother and his friends and stuff. And um, a lot of really good takeaways from this, and I'm just going to kind of bring it up quick just to plug it because I wanted to plug it, and I want people to kind of bring attention to it. Um, the, it was a total overall benefit for it. It was called Watch This Fight Orange. So orange is uh, every, everything like pink is breast cancer awareness, and I think teal is uh, ovarian cancer, and it's, every, everything has their own thing. Um, Orange is a leukemia Uh, so that was, watch this fight Uh, watch this fight Orange Uh, all the local, uh, good brothers Uh, from various, uh, federations Um, RWA, RICW House of Bricks, XWA Was in the building, uh, Nova was in the building A lot of, a lot of good guys, um Local talents that are coming up in the ranks in New England um, were there. They gave their time, they gave their bodies, they sacrificed um, a payday somewhere else to, to put on a really, really cool show. Um, I reached out to uh, f- a friend of mine that works at Channel Ten News. She got some uh, local news coverage for us. They ended up sending a camera and doing a report on it on the local news. Um, it was a really it was an amazing thing. I think we raised over thousand dollars for a little bullshit wrestling show Um, for the Tomorrow Fund is where they're going to donate the money which is the fund that helped out uh, Lorenzo and help out other kids and I think that it was a phenomenal thing and I I truly I truly um, was honored and I hate to say the word blessed because I think it's kind of an overused word but I really was I felt blessed yesterday to be a part of something so meaningful and to be a part of uh, to know I'm a part of such a an incredible family, like the local wrestling scene. I don't think people understand where it is now. Steve, you came into it a long time ago before it was different and it was more backyard oriented, yeah. and um, it was uh, even when it was getting popular in the early two thousands around here. It was still like people were like catty, you know, like the the yeah, vibe was wasn't always, cool.
1: Uh, it was always like crabs in a barrel. Where yeah, somebody's going up and somebody's trying to pull. Yeah, them it off. was
3: terrible, man. People as soon as you'd hear somebody was going to break, like Scotty Slots or one of those guys. Yeah. You'd, get, you'd hear that they were people would talk shit about them, and now it's it really is an incredible family. You, you're always going to have a cat catty person here or there, but um, it, it, I couldn't be any more um, enthralled with how well yesterday went. Um, so, really, truthfully, just a shout out to everybody involved. Um, I, I, way too many names. I think somewhere around forty wrestlers showed up and to help out. I, I, I couldn't even tell you the head count of the amount of people in uh, the Chop Shop, which is where we run out of Chop Shop Part Two, actually, um, up in Pawtucket.
1: So this might be out of the blue, but do you know if there's still like a uh, a website or a foundation where people can still donate for that kid? Or? Uh,
3: if if I don't, I'll I'll send off the top of my head. It, I think it's just the Tomorrow Fund, and you can just put Lorenzo Neri's name yeah, in Yeah, if it.
1: there's something more specific, we'll, we'll link it in it. the description of the episode and add a link into it or something. Yeah,
3: because we also have, there's a news article, there's two. There's two news articles that we can link to it so people can kind of raise awareness and help out and even share. Just this button. Um, and uh, I'd like to raise a little bit more awareness, and I'd actually like eventually to even do something with this. If we start reaching out to more people, which it seems like we're doing pretty good already. Um, I have a few benefits in mind myself that I know I'd be a part of. I am 100 percent into doing things like that. I know, I, I know you two would fucking be right behind me, marching yeah. that flag. Also, so as ridiculous as sometimes we might be and as silly and yes, we drink and we're gonna swear and we're gonna say controversial things. No, oh, I no, right? We already did. We already broke that barrier today. But um, here's the deal, am Stopping the clear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're all listen. We're all here. We, we all. We truly all. Um, I think we're all. Uh, big tough dude well we're all tough dudes with fucking kind hearts and I really do think we're all here to try to send a good message in the long run and I think that little platforms even like ours truly can make a, a difference um, whether it's our first episode talking about bullying or talking about guilty pleasure and not having them or throwing it out to uh, something like the Neary family that I mean I'm telling you I hate to again overuse the word blessed or overuse the word inspired but Man, I I literally... I cried three times yesterday watching this thing because it was incredible to watch this kid and to watch his family and to watch the reception. You can see pure joy on people's faces because it was a day without worrying about being sick. So no matter what happens, the kid had a day surrounded by him. And at the very end, all the wrestlers surrounded the ring and fucking, you know, patted on the mat and did the good brother thing of like if somebody wins a belt for the first time or whatever. And and it was just a... It was truly a a remarkable event. And uh, I have a wristband on right now. It's hashtag Lorenzo Strong. Um, that I I probably won't take off for a while, even though it makes my arms sweaty as hell, Uh, but it's for a good cause, and, uh, hey man, three cheers to, to little brother Lorenzo, and, um, to the good brothers that gave their fucking backs their sweat, and it was hot as fuck yesterday, um... So it's
0: been human as a motherfucker Yeah, for yeah a while
3: it's been it's been rough. So anyway, so we have a couple more big events coming up. I'm going to do my best to try to promote them, uh, even a little bit that we can. But this one's the one I had yesterday, so I felt the need to uh, throw my shameless plug there. So three cheers to little Lorenzo, and hopefully he uh, he he does well with the rest of his remission. So
2: yeah, good
1: shit. And like I said, uh, if if there's a specific website we can donate yeah. at, we will definitely include yeah. it in
3: uh, the link. I know there's a PayPal um linked to somebody i think it might be nick the guy who ran it because somebody that couldn't make it uh there was like over a hundred dollars worth of donations from people that couldn't make it that just saw the report and i mean jesus christ just the i was quoted in the uh, the online article uh, yeah. myself and the, the that one got passed around and you guys shared that for me and a couple other people shared it and just to see that was phenomenal and this is going to link into something a topic later on with the word association so yeah. you guys will get that too um but um, just really good stuff, man. I don't want to overbeat that that horse, so, I, you know, I'll, I'll kind of transition. That was just the, some, a good spot for me to throw that out yeah, there. But yeah, yeah. Hey, um, so yeah, we have a couple more things to touch on. So, Steve, go ahead, man, whatever you want to well, do Well, I was next.
1: actually thinking about getting into the music, and then we can move on to some other stuff later if you want to get into the music segment.
3: Yeah, we're already an hour in. What the fuck? Wow. Nice. Time flies when we're having fun, like huh?
1: Is, uh, I'm ready to hear this. This should be interesting. Yeah. Actually, we're going to start with you, Ray. Yeah. And, know uh, your first song was Dragon Lord Dominion. Ed, what'd you think about it? Which is his real uh, random... Real, real
3: quick off the bat. It's I'll his random to pick.
0: a little shout out. This is a uh, brand new song off the 2018 album coming out probably, I believe, September.
1: Nice. And so before you get into it, is yeah. I, I don't know this. I'm not familiar with this band at all. Are they a new band? Or are
0: they no, been they've been around. They have a few black metal albums out. Technically, they're not full-blown black metal uh, more thrash based It's uh, really? a member off Yeah of, you'd never
3: know By the song
0: Member off of uh, Testament Oh wow And uh, they've what been the around Yep I think I've showed them To you before Ed
3: You probably have I don't I don't know dude You fucking It's like rapid fire When you show me music
0: Yep But uh Yeah it's uh Eric Peterson And Steve D. G. I can't pronounce that right. I know now. who that is yeah. And another guy Steve Smith From Nevermore but it's basically their outlet from Testament and their earlier projects with their other bands to be heavier and more in depth in the black metal. Wait, so genre. this is this is an American band? This is an American. Holy band. Holy shit! Yeah, I
1: wouldn't have guessed that, and I would definitely wouldn't have guessed Testament. Yes. No,
3: not um, at all. Um, yeah, so that's great band. That's cool. but Give me a review. Well, uh, first off. Um, We'll get into. I want to know how many albums they have out when we're done. Don't tell me yet. But yeah. uh, so this is Ray's random pick. We have three picks. We already all know that. So just basic stuff off the top of my head. I put up uh, Black Metal sounds huge. Um, I love it already. This is real. I wrote these within the first I'd say 30 seconds. Um, I put um, great synths and a choir. Great bass line. Beyond a piano synthy sound. Uh, great middle break. Uh, didn't expect a clean sing kind of near the end, but I really liked it. Um, short and sweet notes on this one because I didn't need to go crazy beating it, but yeah. real fucking impressed with this. And now that I know that it's an American band, that is bl- like is mind-blowing to me. It doesn't sound American at all. It sounds like yeah. straight from Norway. And it doesn't sound, production-wise, sounds really good. I was surprised to hear that it was a brand new song.
0: I crossed them almost on a merger between it's like, wow, this isn't Dim You. You know, well, you, that's you hear that, and it's like so epic on that level that you're like, this is basically Dimmu's competition for me. Oh yeah, is what it's coming from. Um, you know what I mean? I'm yeah, sure I, I mean. felt like it wasn't
1: it wasn't quite as over the top as Dimmu, but I, I had that same <laughs> feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That was I had a lot of the same thoughts. I said uh, it starts with classic black metal riffs. Yep, there was good synth use, and uh, I really liked the vocals. Those they were great vocals. It sounds like a cross between Dimmu and Behemoth. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got
3: that same uh, same idea uh, from that. There was a
1: some melodic riffing in the middle and towards the end that I really didn't expect. That didn't sound like black metal, but it was really solid. They yeah. were
0: my cross between.
1: Oh really? Uh, keep going because I know you were still talking. They had a, a yeah, and a the real nice solo too that you don't really hear in black metal a lot. Yeah.
3: Yeah, you could tell that the guitar work was different on this yeah, than a typical a
1: different than
0: typical black, black metal. metal. Yeah. Like I Go. Yeah, no, go ahead. Yeah. I was just going to say, it was funny because this is something like a band that I've heard before in the past, and I've been waiting like 10 years for them to drop something. So it's as like powerful to me as like hearing the new Dim U. Oh, yeah. so this like, has been in the works for a this while. This has been in the works like for a while, and I've been kind of sitting on it, and the band like, like, uh, why haven't you done this yet? You know, yeah. I've been waiting so long, you've been promising it. Have and they dropped any kind of music I before? I literally just heard this single and another single off Spotify recently and I was just like so happy to hear it so I said I randomly had to throw it up in the mix no, that's, yeah that's I liked like it I actually it. I really liked it I'm definitely going to check out more this
3: is 100% something I'm, I'm going to listen to this at the gym I could yeah. get fucking super pumped with this. not all black metal I listen to a lot of stuff at the gym we've already talked about this Uh, not all black metal is easy to listen to when you're trying to keep a beat in your head and trying to go with rhythm because it just kind of goes all over the place. Something like this. I definitely can. It's heavy enough. It's got the right creepy shit in the background. I like, I like atmospheric stuff, uh, or what I consider atmospheric stuff at the gym also because I can get lost in it. And I, I, I really like that for cardio. Um, because you just don't know if fucking sucks being on a treadmill or whatever the fuck else you're doing. So stuff like that is typically when I'll throw that on or like podcasts. podcast, but this is, this shocked the fuck out of me, man. So I'm, cool. I'm really impressed. And it's almost like a, it's almost kind of like a super group.
2: Yeah.
0: In, yeah, in yeah, a sense, sure, right? True. Sure. Technically, it, it is semi. Almost everything that i am played today is semi in the Supergroup round. I, I almost
3: mean, did that same route, but I ended up going my random silly. pick. it's kind of
0: silly. I don't want to go too in-depth on that one right it's now. It's
3: nice to see you get excited about talking about a song, too. This is the first. Yeah. I think that's the most excited I've seen you talk about well, a song.
0: Well, I was very excited for this song.
3: Yeah. See what happens when you're yeah. not sitting in a recliner <laughs> and you have a mic in front of you, though? You get a little bit more poppy. It's nice. Yeah. For once, Ray, like, people are actually going to hear this and not go, well, wow, you only really hear Ray at the end when he's really drunk and yelling at you guys. Well,
0: technically, <laughs> technically, I'm either really drunk or really stoned by this. You're fucking, about even right now. I'm pretty
3: good right now. <laughs> okay. We're all the same I'm
1: plus. probably drunker than anybody, and I've only had a beer and a half. I don't understand what's going on right
3: now. I told you, man, those fucking, <laughs> <laughs> those fucking uh, um, indie fucking brews are like. They're strong. Like you can have the same one, one beat with five. You can have a fucking Bud Light at f- four point five percent or whatever it is, and have a fucking Sam Adams uh, seventy six at four point five, and you get fucking train wrecked on yeah, the Sam this Adams. only
1: five percent, and I'm
3: feeling it. Yeah, so well, good, good for you, Steve. <laughs> I'm proud. The best is when Steve actually like the last time or one of the last times. Well, you p- finished the okay, whole the whole six, the whole yeah. six pack of the Beck's whole different animal, man. I like Steve and Steve <laughs> when it gets a little silly because it's a way different dude. But all right, uh, go on. So his uh, next song was a supergroup song.
1: Yes. Yeah, this is uh, Sin
0: Sanem, I think Sin it's called Sin it. yes. And the song is Final Curse. I'll give you a little outpick on this. It's uh, basically uh, uh, members, I don't remember all their names, but it's the singer from Death, D-A-A-T-H. I think it's Doth, actually. Doth, 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 if you yeah. pronounce it correctly.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, it's a singer for that, which I already do like that band, but then you have Attila from Mayhem on it, and that's the backing vocals on that song that you guys heard. Uh, band also has the guitarist or bassist playing guitar from Dragon Force. What? Dragon Force. That's what I said when he told yeah, me earlier. I was like, really? It has a bass player from, I believe, a band called. Wait, you guys talked about this before I get here, or did you talk about this when we were listening? Before you got here. Alright, yeah. I was going to say, holy shit. The bass player is a uh, player from a band called Seth, which is another black metal I know band who they which are. is very popular. I know who they are. And then you have Joey Jordison from Slipknot playing drums for the band. What? So that's my super. Group. Well,
3: he's he's in a bunch of shit. Yeah, and that's. Yes. A, he's done a lot. He's of one of those guys that's a sleeper because yes. he was the, like the black metal part of when you hear people talk like, oh, you don't realize how, how heavy Slipknot can get because they they're right they do get heavy. Excuse me, like the Iowa album. This part's that, like full blown black metal, like fucking grinding he's also guitars done and shit. Some hip hop
0: yeah. stuff with Necro.
3: That I, my, I knew father, of, I never heard. The band
0: heard that of. I was gonna play for my super group was Nader Sadek. Which is basically a, what I read is a uh, stage prop setup for Sun-O and Mayhem. He decided to form a super group with Blasphemer, the old guy from Mayhem called uh, Rune, Erick- Rune Erickson. Look
3: uh, at fucking read with the facts today. Steve <laughs> Tucker, What's going on with you today? I'm Steve impressed. Steve Tucker
0: from Morbid Angels singing. It's funny because you said earlier that you heard a Morbid Angel sound. That was my other pick.
3: But it wasn't the vocal. Who's of the, the, the vocalist?
0: The other vocalist was from Doth, Doth, or okay. you would Okay. He sounded and a lot then, like the dude from Morbid and Angel. And then you had the backing of Attila. He
3: was he was like a cross between, uh, was it Glenn Jacobs? No, Glenn fucking something from uh Deicide and the dude from Morbid Angel. Yeah. I don't know I mean, all those guys' names, but I know this. I know the voice when I hear. Yeah. Hey, is so that, that like really, plugged in?
0: Uh, yeah, you can plug that in. No, yeah, just turn it on. It on just just in
3: case, because the sun starting to go down. Um.
0: And then Critopsy is the third player in that band from uh, fucking uh, Critopsy. Uh, so it's, it's a, definitely a supergroup. So I was really in-depth on trying to find in between those supergroups what I was going to do. No, it's... They it, were both
3: really... It's for sure a supergroup now that yeah. you l- read off the list of who's in the cast of characters. And I'm actually yeah. glad that you did it the way you did it because uh, that's how the the, our, the rest of our supergroup picks can be. So we have the yeah. he- education beforehand instead of after. Um, it wouldn't have swayed my opinion either way. Yeah. I, I like the song, so I'm not going to say I don't yeah. like it, but... Yeah. Um, it's nice to hear the. Hey, you oh, actually did I just wanted to go in depth on it
0: because no, I good. found no, it very Ray. interesting from the point.
3: Ray, for, like we fi- we might have finally found an itch for you. We might have to keep doing <laughs> supergroup things or something or fucking whatever. But all right, so um, I put uh, Ray's supergroup Sin Sanum. I don't know how to spell it, but and I didn't even yeah. get the what's the title of the song? Final Curse. Final, Final curse, curse, yeah. Correct. Um, so, I, I, again, I'm trying to keep it short and sweet with notes lately. Um, sounds thrashy, kind of doomy me too, um, with the way it kicks in. I like the guitar tone a lot. I'm a big guitar tone guy. I think yeah. I say that on anything I like. Um, uh, then I said, now it's blast beats and death vocals. Singer is real tight. Um, great music, cool solo work. Uh, then I kind of, I, I just listened to it for a minute. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, another ripping solo kicks in later on that just shredded. Like, yeah. <laughs> fucking out of nowhere. Like, I was, exp- the first one kicks in and you're like, oh, dope like a good yep. some good guitar wow that like gets pretty quick yeah. anyways um <laughs> so I, I was impressed with the guitar work already and then like you kind of listen to just the groove it kind of goes more doomy again i think from what i remember and then all of a sudden this fucking crazy shredding guitar kicks in and like yeah. i was i was i was impressed so actually uh, this is another group that 100 i'm gonna have to dig into yeah. more because i'm, I'm actually <laughs> i was really impressed and again now that i know that it's like the people involved, I, I'm impressed with it. So, yeah. um, definitely a Ray pick, but definitely this is the shit that I was really hoping to get out of you. The fucking the cool songs that yeah. people probably wouldn't have tried to find. But, Steve, what did you think?
1: Yeah, I had a little, a little different as far as uh, you said. You heard uh, thrash and doom. I just heard straight up death metal. Um, huh. uh, did, didn't there wasn't a lot that stood out to me, but I really enjoyed it. Uh, there wasn't anything I could pick and say, oh, this is a, a great yeah. part. There was a, everything was good. I think okay. the song
3: was a solid song, but nothing was like, whoa. you right. know? I mean, yeah
1: very
0: structurally done. Yeah. Well, like the
3: first song had that clean vocals kind of near the end. That stuck out to me. Or like the, the synth in the first song. This yeah. song was more just a solid effort from from start to finish. I think the surprising part was the guitar work at the end. But right, I was going to mention that yeah, too. Yeah,
1: the nice solo at the end, that was probably what stuck out to me the most. Mm-hmm. And then um, if, what I really thought it got good is probably maybe where you got the Doomy part from. It kind of slowed down at one point. Yeah, yeah. I, that's, that's probably the part the way I started enjoying it even more than I already was. Yeah. But yeah, that's probably more stuff I'll check out. Yeah. I'll, yeah. Even I'll, I'll though, even though I don't think I've checked out anything that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: I was gonna say that too, but believe it or not, I, I've. It's not that I haven't wanted to. I really, truly, just we exactly, we yeah. started doing this in the middle of summer. Everybody, yeah. right at the beginning, and a summer I think for all of us is kind of crazy. Even though some of us are like, we're all kind of just we do whatever we do. Um, but here's and what this I podcast like is. Well, here's what this podcast has done more so than anything else. It it's forced eyes. me to start listening to more music to try to find more things too. So it's not that I haven't wanted to go back and listen to some of this stuff. I have gone back and listened to the playlists a few times already though, and I've and I've shown people them. So I'm showing people songs and saying, "Hey, look, check these songs out that we went over over on the podcast." And we're already opening some people's eyes. I know I've already gotten a few people that have sent. Uh, we've only aired two episodes as of this recording uh this Tuesday coming up so 2 days from now we'll have the third one up and then this will be out in about 4 weeks and then
0: you'll get a bunch more
3: <laughs> yeah you'll get a bunch more i mean we're just going to keep on hammering them i think we have another 2 planned for this month and then September's going to be a little wacky but we'll find some time cuz i think we're all really having a fun time with this but that's besides the point we're kind of going uh inside baseball talk with that but yeah <laughs> as a, as a whole man i was pretty impressed with that how long have you known about that Ben
0: uh, that band I've known for probably about a year or so because I know they had an album out and that's what I played you right now. But they have a brand new album coming out. I don't know the name. That's of that only yet.
3: one album. That's a one off so far. Yes. When did it come out? Any idea?
0: Uh, off the top of the head, I couldn't give you. Well, exactly. look at it while you have
3: time, so yeah. that way people have you know yeah. people can can know. Um,
0: uh, great band. Um, I just I wanted to go full out, kind of heavy on this one. Yeah, you know which know is I
3: mean? fine. Nothing wrong with it. What's nice about this episode so far easily the most diverse musically that we've done. Yeah. Which I think we can all agree on and I think once we're done talking about everybody's picks it's going to be pretty obvious that that's uh, kind of what we did. Um, so the third pick is your Guilty Pleasure pick. Um, it's a band called Stratosphere and it's a, a song stra- called Body Slam. Stratosphere? A Stratosphere? A
0: Stratosphere. It is a side project with uh, Mike Patton and a few <laughs> other projects that he's got going on. I'm going to piss real quick with Secret about, Chiefs. Um, a lot of different musicians on this band and they just play whatever the fuck they want They're really out there yeah. And I just wanted to play it because It's something that I can't put on for somebody every day And they're going to be like Oh wow I really appreciate this band yeah. But it's something that I can put on And just be like oh I dig this really And I just yeah. want to hear it So that's why I picked it
1: And it's got the cool wrestling tie in too since And I
0: figured you guys would like that right. So I just kind of threw it up in there So
1: a stratosphere it's called? A stratosphere he's what does he have like a rotating
0: like group of musicians or is it from what i'm uh under the assumption yes like there's different people playing on different albums but they're all very uh diverse type of things you're playing like ape at nintendo shit you know oh, right. and you're hearing uh it's just a lot of weird shit it's not your everyday listen yeah you know all right since ed is pissing i'll start off with this i had yeah. a great
1: uh stone cold steve austin intro to cutting Little edit from one of his promos. Yeah. Um. It the whole song's about wrestling. The first line is something about Roddy Piper. Yeah. Um. It's it, it's it kind of sounds a little bit like Biohazard to an extent musically, not vocally. Yeah. And I wrote as it it's as if Evan Seinfeld became Goldberg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Evan Seinfeld as a uh, Bill Goldberg is uh, a stratosphere yeah. body slam. <laughs> Uh Ed's coming back from talking about a a so, thoughts.
3: So <laughs> it's funny, I could hear uh, Steve's thoughts while I was in there uh, taking a piss and he <laughs> he pretty much said I'm just gonna read what I put. So here's what I have. I put uh starts off with a stone cold uh, with stone cold quote. I said it has a Harley in the background. <laughs> I don't know if you heard the fucking <laughs> yeah, engine yeah. ribbon, which I thought was funny. And I, th- I said uh, song is nineties rap thrash, which is Essentially, what you just said—biohazard—or yeah. like uh, when um, when uh, Anthrax would do fucking the, their shit with you know heavy D or yeah. whatever. Uh, I put a, a rap thrash about wrestling. The hook is Stone Cold's theme. Uh, I don't Steve need the yeah Stone, Stone yeah. Cold yeah. Steve, Steve Austin's theme. Not sad about any of it. I thought it was funny. Uh, my question on the band is now that we know that it's Mike Patton and a few other guys. To
0: tell you the truth, I don't even think Mike Patton is involved with that song. Like, no, I think, like, that, that's not what like, I was going to ask. What right, I was going to go ask was is,
3: uh, is all of their music silly like that?
0: Not silly, just really diverse. So okay. I can't picture, I'm not saying this to put anybody down. I'm just going to point you out as you like stuff more along the lines of like hearing a song which is like four or five, six minutes from, you know. I don't know, where you can get my in, time,
3: My time span, My th- if you looked at the average yeah, uh, out of the you can thousands get of music. into a song.
0: Like, I, I wouldn't put you out there for this band, because some of their songs will be, like, ten minutes long, or, you know. And is, yeah, they're, they're like there's that. few bands
3: that I like that but do ten minutes long. But the
0: musicianship songs. is really quirky. So I get it, you. It goes off in, like, you're hearing one thing, and it wants to fuck with your head. And, and so so, you so kind of like Phantomist then, more yes, like that? Okay, very out of control All right. music. So
3: or Mr. Bungle or yeah. yeah so
0: somebody who's not really into like that kind of like genre you have to pick which I did a kind of song that I like from the band but to throw out to you guys I used the wrestling as kind of a hype to hear you know you, you know what I'm saying yeah, like, yeah I threw that in there just to kind of like peak your ear a little so bit so
1: you mentioned Mike Patton um, yeah
0: if he's not involved with this song is
1: is is there no core members or is there just how, how As is, how the band
0: a whole, I don't know if he produced or did anything oh, okay. with it. Okay. But it is on their album. I got so you. I'm guessing that he has a part in it somewhere. Yeah. yeah. And he's like the only he, core guy. Yeah. Okay. I think
3: so. He, now, here's, I guess, where we're going to have to question you a little bit. Uh, again, because we already went over the fact that none us really have guilty pleasures, and you like some fucking real Out weird there, sure. shit. I think it is kind of funny that you chose this, I guess, out of all things that you could pick Guilty Pleasures because I, I was expecting, I guess from you, something. I was expecting more charge. like something that you was like, I make fun of you for like in Jimmy's Chicken Shack. or You know what I mean? Like, do you even yeah. know what that is? Steve? Like yeah. nin- all right. It's
0: some 90s bullshit. Yeah. I, I thought
3: for sure you were going to pick something more like that, like a serious band, but like a silly name, something that you like from the 90s that I've always busted your balls about. I, I was for real... Thinking you were gonna pick Primus for some reason, or something like from the Frog Brigade, or something like that, like no, something I'm, not, that I'm just not into. Like but again, a conversation.
0: we don't. I'm not ashamed of listening to that. Yeah, right. Of that.
3: So I, I was kind. Of, I thought this was tame for you, yeah. to be totally honest. Like if you out of anything, because it, it was almost like you were trying to make us happy by putting in like a wrestling theme song, <laughs> like which is kind of funny, which is odd because typically but the other I really guy really like that song, right? Which is fine. So I just I thought had it was throw fun. it on so
0: that I in part take. Called that like a guilty pleasure. Here's here's what I'm, what I'm saying, get, here's what I'm getting here's uh,
3: what I'm getting at. Because what's going to lead into my pick, which we're not going to talk about yet. Yeah. Um, all week I'm racking my brain on how am I going to fuck with Ray with my guilty pleasure pick because I like some shit that I know for a fact you don't like. So it's funny to me but the whole, all i did well, was you base just space it on me no i know that but i yeah. f- for this motherfucking time cuz the other guy that every fucking episode throws out a song and you laugh over there in your chair while we'll we listen to it and you like me and steve or gary or ben or whoever else has listened to this so far our eyes all light up and go oh boy and like, we know instantly we're all going to talk shit about it cuz the other guy that just laughs and goes yep that's right oh what's the matter you don't know, like fin troll <laughs> which we haven't even talked which about yet. Haven't even done yet. no but like i'm bringing up fin troll for right. a reason but it's just funny because you're just you like to poke the bear this time, this week, you went super safe. Every fucking pick you picked, I thought was pretty fucking good. Um, even the Stone Cold, and like you obviously hit a nerve with us. Which speaking of, have you ever seen the movie Stone Cold with Brian Bosworth? Yes, it's fucking
1: incredible. It's very good. I it's very I good. To
3: watch it. Oh, you've never seen it? Oh, I
0: have
3: to watch it. One of the na- well, I don't want to rip off a podcast. It's another podcast is how I found out about it. Uh, the Kick Ass podcast that I listen to. They did that movie review, and that's how I found out about it. And I watched it making dinner one night on YouTube. It's on YouTube. You watched the whole thing. It's fucking incredible, dude. I think Lance Henriksen is, is in it as a badass biker. The fuck William Forsyth is in it. Fucking yep, yep. dude, the, fucking, the the cast is incredible and it's like the most nineties of nineties movies I've ever fucking seen in my life. That's what says the point. So Stone Cold. Anyways. Check it out. Uh so uh segueing to Steve's picks, so this is where me and Ray will discuss Steve's picks. Um your random pick was um Coffin Worm. Uh the song I believe was Bloodborne Doom, correct? Yes. Okay. Uh you want to talk, talk about the band at all? Um,
1: I, I mean, I really don't know much about the band. They have two albums. This was their first one. The second one, I didn't like as much. I have no idea if they're still active. I think this came out in, I want to say, 2010? Uh, okay. I think the second one came out maybe 2013, so I don't know if they're still doing anything. But, um, yeah, I don't have much else to say about the band. Great, go, go
2: for it.
0: All right, I'm going to say off the bat, I liked it. It was a uh, slow, guttural, like kind of like a sporadic guitar tone, which I really got into. I liked the build. I was like, kind of like I felt like I was always waiting for something. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, I like where it starts to get really heavy. It almost reminded me of like, it, fucking, I know this is going to be a really kind of oddball. I kind of want to hear what you have to say about this. Reminded me of, like, Neurosis and, like, the lengthy kind of yeah, weakness of it. I see Neurosis. But then it had, yeah. like, a baby with, like, fucking super joint slow riffs. Yeah, no, I see that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It had, like, that almost, like, fucking it, it like had lost the, sound. Um,
3: it had the, the Louisiana, like, uh, uh, Soylent Green, um, I Hate God.
0: A little bit sludgy.
3: Yeah, it had that kind of doom My aspect only to it.
0: aspect of it where I kind of felt like I had a stigma was, like, uh, the vocals at some points like reminded me of like old like necrophagist like vocals were really high and like yeah. kind of like unearthly at times, but that's from a different spectator's point. You might like that a little bit more than I like that. Yeah. That's all I have to say.
3: So your only real critique or a negative on it was the vocals. The vocals okay. being
0: a little more kind of like out there. Yeah, than what pitched, I would yeah. be Yeah.
3: So you, you like the song, just the vocals were a little bit different for you.
0: It was the the tone of the song. Everything worked for me. Like, I felt like I was on that moving cloud. Yep. It, just, it was proportionate, and it, it did it right.
3: All right, so I put... Uh, starts off heavy, um, doomy, um, slower paced. I like the guitar atmosphere that it's building in the song. Um, I really... I expected it to pick up sooner than it did, and I'm not knocking it for that. I just... in the From the music that I'm used to, I'm used to something doing changing sooner. Right. Um, I knew it was eventually going to pick up, I didn't think it was going to carry that, that one tone, like the monotone sound, all yeah. the way through and I really actually liked the way it picked up, and I really liked uh, how doomy it was, and I definitely hear what you're talking about with that Louisiana thing so that's why I knew to, to bring those up I too, I didn't write it down, but I too had an issue, I, I want to say an issue with the vocals I was expecting more out of them I liked the vocals, but I thought they were going to change, and they kind of they kind of kept like one tone all the way through, yeah. and I'm not saying it was a bad thing, I guess it's just like we've already had a couple songs where I couldn't I couldn't explain what it was about it that I liked or disliked about it, but the vocals, I was I was a little taken aback by too. I liked them, though. They fit the yeah, song. They were good. I like think to, I just expected them to, to a do certain something extent different. in
0: my mind, yeah. like I was enjoying it, and at the same yeah. time, I felt like a quirky point where I was just kind of like...
3: I like the I journey the song takes kind you kind on, for sure. Bit. I yeah. just thought the vocals were going to pick up at some point, and they, and they didn't. And there's no, that's not knocking
1: I it. I think it's kind of... Uh... They're kind of a weird band in the sense that there's a little bit death metal, a little bit sludge, a little bit doom. So I think I've heard them before too.
3: Probably have a couple. It's albums it's there definitely too, yeah. Yeah. it's a good mix of a few different genre esque things. They're all heavy. They're all dark. Um, lots of doom in there. Um, lots of sludge. Lots of fucking heavy. Just like I don't know. Um, Drowny, Drowned out tone, yeah, yeah. It, it, is a, it is, it is a cool. I don't know if the rest of the albums like that, but uh, much, is it like that? Okay, I like
0: that though. Like yeah. there's stuff like that that just gets in my head. You know I mean? So
3: from the the beginning part, I actually put a slower pace. I like the guitar atmosphere, which I already said. I said fucking Sabbath riff mania for a second, like it kicks into a point where I thought it was gonna take off for the rest of the song, and it didn't. But that's okay, because yeah. that one little break of faster paced, yeah. it was. It was like fucking Iomi was ripping in for a minute. It was really, it was actually the fact that it was so short and sweet was perfect to me because it yeah. just broke it up just enough. Yeah. Just so you kind of were like, oh, all right, So, I'm like, okay.
1: Yeah, because they really only broke it up like maybe three times. They broke it up a bunch yeah. of times, but it was the same two or three different. Things. It was the same
3: pace and the same um, timing, 90, like I'd say 85% of the song. And yeah. then that one little 15% difference was this. Yeah. This riff I'm talking about. And it was short, and it was sweet, but it was sweet, though. Like, it was really... I thought it was actually really well-placed, because once you get through that beginning part of the song, you, you're constantly expecting something to change, and it doesn't until that point hits, and you're like, you almost don't expect it finally. Yeah. And then when it hits you, it hits you by surprise. Yeah. Which is a nice surprise. I thought it was, um, I thought it was well done. Um, uh, for a second, I, I really like the guitar tone a lot. It picks up a bit kind of near the end. The whole thing was again the atmosphere of the song with the guitar work.
1: I think that's the biggest thing about the song. The whole album yeah. actually is the atmosphere. I like
3: it. It's not something I'd be like. That's like slit your wrist music, man. Like it's not something you can listen to every day, yeah, yeah. but it's it's um it's got its place, and I, I liked it. And I think um something like that on like a vinyl, you know, smoking cigar, fucking sipping some you know some scotch or something. I think that that's one of those albums that yeah. like kind of puts you in that place, that mood. That, you know, that's a really good Fallout. I would imagine song yeah. um, or. A band, um, yeah. if that's how they sound. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you have any other points to add to it, man, go for it.
1: No, no, that's pretty much it. My, um, well, I played them a little out of order, so you want to do the supergroup one? Or you wanna do Yeah, the we'll do that.
3: Yeah, we'll do that because order-wise, that's how we meant to do it. Me and yeah. you both fucked up somehow it, it, and it, fucking it, our songs played.
1: My supergroup is hip-hop. It's Army of the Pharaohs Battle Cry. Um, Army of the Pharaohs is... It, there's a shitload of guys. Some are not so super, and some are super. Yep. Um, But the main core is Apathy, from. who's an underground legend. He's from Connecticut. I've done a show with him. Um,
3: Shameless plug. Good,
2: plug. good like for you. Shameless plug. for I like his
1: music a lot, by the way. It's very good. Yeah. Uh, Seven Allen Esoteric, who is from Boston. Which I'm also a fucking huge fan also, of. Uh, also, yeah. to tie into wrestling again, did a lot of work with John Cena on his album. Okay. Uh, I think I think Seven L did a bunch of the beats. Maybe uh, I think a couple of the main ones. Seven L is the producer, and Esoteric is the rapper. I didn't know that. That's oh, yeah. interesting. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, da, 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 da. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can already see it. I don't know yeah. if that was him, but <laughs> nah, I, I, I yeah. think it might be. Yeah. Um, Vinny Paz is from Jedi Mind Tricks. Everybody knows. Everybody who likes hip hop knows Jedi Mind Tricks. Yeah. He is um, Pat Oswald. He is Pat Oswald. Yes, I said that to him one time. He was not happy at all. Um, let's see who else there is. His self-titled. his voice was the only one I recognized. He's got a very stanky yeah. voice. Very yeah, very raspy. Um, self-titled, which uh, you mentioned while we were listening. He's so another dirty rapper. Know. He's uh, oh, it's the name of
3: an album, like a artist yeah, self-titled.
1: S C E L P
0: H titled. Yeah.
3: Speaks up the white guy in the room. No, no, I'm saying like, lie. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, mean, so I was making fun of myself.
0: Shit. I even like him with uh, some early shit with the arsonist. Yeah, yeah. Stuff he's like, very, that, uh, like a very diverse rapper. He's so it's, it's a fucking big group then. It's yeah, like La, La Nostra, right? Where they yeah. kind of have interchangeable well, members. Well, La Coconosa is kind of like four
1: main guys and now Everlast is out of it. So it's just kind of slain Ill Bill and the guy from Limp Biscuit yeah. Not Fred Durst.
3: DJ no, Nichol. DJ Lethal, who's uh, fucking awesome. Yes, like, I I don't know much that he's done that hasn't been good, other yes. than Limpiskit. <laughs> so, it turns out that guy's actually a really good DJ. So, yeah,
1: and they have there's a bunch of uh, lesser-known guys in there too. But so it's a gigantic group. It's kind of like Wu Tang, where you might hear four guys on this one. But yeah, there's still twenty guys that you haven't. But heard the
3: yet. difference is, we, we kind of talked about this pre-production was Wu Tang started together and essentially, right, right. so they kind of can't be considered a super group now, in my opinion. Yeah. Because that's how they started. It's like the Beatles. Like, you can't consider the Beatles a super group, even though all of them are, like, groundbreaking musicians. Yeah, whereas
1: this one, they were all... I mean, a lot of these guys are on the first Jedi Mind Tricks album, but Jedi Mind Tricks is just Vinny Paz and Stoop, the producer. So, technically, they weren't part of the group, but... Psychosocial?
0: uh, Psychosocial and Violent by Design and all that shit. Violent by Design is fucking i'm just gonna say it right now by far the best fucking like hip-hop album generationally wise i have. i would say that's my same. opinion i would say know. the same maybe i'll yeah, have to check
3: that same. out yeah i'll have to check that
1: out
3: and i still don't have it on vinyl that's
0: yeah. 7l no, oh. no that's, he is on it he's on it yeah, okay, he's on has, it. The main okay. it is basically a compilation of all the best artists that have been in the underground in my opinion on that one album like Bahamada. Yeah yeah uh fucking virtuoso yeah fucking, not, i don't hear anything from anymore there's esoteric there's everybody you can name in the yeah. underground on that album uh well you know you have uh just Allah and yeah. vinnie paz yeah and it didn't really get too in depth on the other ones i can't really yeah to say. me i, I mean, mean there's, a, bu- there's a bunch of
1: guys but at that time when that came out that was on their probably, later
0: albums they started
1: add, adding on yeah and they, they weren't as good yeah. there's still some good stuff but yeah. um uh, for that was like 2000 2001 and to me at that point uh, I was just really getting into underground stuff, and it was Jedi Mind Tricks on this side, and it was nonfiction on this side, and I non-fiction was really happy great, dude. when nonfiction fiction and Jedi Mind Tricks came together with oh. Heavy Metal Kings. Have you heard that? Yes, I have. It's fucking awesome. I almost chose that, too. But, uh, yeah, uh, Add your thoughts on
3: the, uh, the song, Battle Cry. So, obviously, I'm the least uh, versed in hip-hop. Um, it's not that I don't like it. I just, I never, I didn't know enough, and I've never been a guy with a, I didn't grow up with a computer or anything, and that's really where you can, a big part of where you can find a lot of the underground stuff. is like, tape trading was a thing in that in that point, but I it's beyond my realm. Ray always got me into it when we were younger. I think we talked about that in the last episode, because you talked, you had the Ill Bill song. Yeah. Where um, Ray would... We used to drive around in this old fucking Volkswagen Jetta bumping fucking beats, and he would show me this stuff, and we'd smoke weed, and, like, I've never even been one to smoke much weed, so it's kind of even funnier. Um, but, yeah, so I like a lot of underground hip-hop. I like Slane. I like all the 7L stuff. I, I like all this. I just don't fucking know it. I don't even know where to begin listening to it. So, for me, it's tough. So, this is my favorite part of this um Round table that we have is learning that Side of stuff that I really don't know enough about So I was just like listen to you two talk Was like you uh, Ray listening to me And him talk about the fights last night but only The difference is that's one fight where yeah. you know Fights I don't know fucking dick about the rap scene so, so it's actually pretty cool But again something even more so Why I'm happy that you picked a rap or uh, hip hop Super group because that's going to turn into Word association in a little while yes. so Shameless uh so keep listening Motherfuckers is what I'm saying anyways so, uh, Steve. Uh, no, oh. motherfucker! You already talked enough. No, I'm. I'm, I'm I got talking... this. So, Battle Cry, great hip hop, uh, great beat. I like all the dudes in the song. Just not sure who everybody is, but now I do. Um, the one dude that stuck out to me was Vinny Paz. For a second, I thought it might have been Slain because I'm, I don't know his voice that well. But I do know, I knew it was one of the two guys because they both kind of have a raspy voice. I know a lot of Vinny Paz now, more so. I don't know enough, obviously, because I confused the two.
1: Um, By the way since you mentioned them before uh, Snow Goons is also associated with Army of the Pharaoh
3: Snow Goons I'm a fan of because I actually use one of their songs um, Just the, the beat of it To uh, The Hatred I think is the name of the song okay. As a re- uh, wrestling theme, uh, entrance theme song For me and Johnny uh, The Pumpalicious thing when we first started Now we use a Jasta song But um, uh, we changed characters a little bit That's irrelevant uh, The verbal abilities of everybody Which probably is the whitest thing I've ever said about hip hop yeah. Was very, very really really good. I don't know how. Here's the thing: when it comes to this describing what I like about hip hop, I don't know enough about it to be able to like, yo. This shit was blah blah blah. Like, where guitar tone and drums and like, I know I know rock and roll and I know mm-hmm. heavy metal and I know I've been in bands, so I get that half of it. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to break down a hip hop song. Rightly so, and I'll readily uh, admit that. I like every fucking aspect of the song. The whole thing had me hooked. The um. The lyrics were really good, really easily heard, uh, easy to decipher. It's not like they weren't using too, so much slang where like you couldn't fucking figure out what they were talking about. Yeah. Everything was really well done. I was super impressed with it, by it. Something like this, the beat alone, that's shit that, like, that gets me hyped up at the gym also. Yeah. And that gets me hyped up before I'm about to go out. That's why I like Snow Goons, and that's why I like 7L, and that's why I like um, a lot of that stuff. Because the fucking beats that they have versus that bullshit that's out nowadays. yeah, Phenomenal. Again, going to talk about that in uh, Word Association. Nice. Stay tuned, everybody. Ray, go for it.
0: Alright, I'm going to tell you what I said. I uh, I basically wrote down, i um, always been a fan of Jedi Mind and others affiliated, like of uh, good beat, solid rappers spitting on it. I am a little skeptical of Paz, repeats a lot of raps over and over, that's yeah. just how I feel about him. Uh, Esoteric has always been God, big fan. I guess I'm just really picky, nothing on top, but Violent by Design is solid and... That's it. I know I'm getting like side no, pictures it's all right. taken of me. No, them. you're
3: not. No, it's a talk. Just
0: trying to be all funny and shit. No,
3: talk. Don't fucking. Don't be. That's
0: just how I feel. I like that pick. Cool. And my guilty pleasure.
1: AFI. Miseria Cantara. I think I'm saying that right. I could be
0: way off. Ed, what do you think of the anti
3: song? Sorry, I was just Snapchatting Ray's face. <laughs> it was I'm
2: trying to stay as calm as possible while he
0: like, records. I just, I just got I rid of it. I don't know what's going on. I'm being recorded. I just want to fuck with guys them, guys. You the motherfucker! You're being recorded. You're being recorded, you're being you're recorded
3: on, a on the camera. On, on the camera. On the microphone. All right. Anyways, See, we're still doing pretty good. Shit. Look, we're only an hour and a half into this. Normally, lately we've been doing like three to four hour marathons. So, but I don't give a fuck. I appreciate everybody listening, by the way. No, you all are fucking awesome.
0: good. We're all busting balls. We are. This is what we do. I'm starting to catch uh, the
3: so, so the... Starting? Okay. <laughs> That's what you think. This is, and, and this is where have, it begins. And
0: then we have clown shoes on the left hand side of me.
3: Left, yeah, okay. Wait, motherfucker. Don't worry about me. I can hold my fucking beer. So... <laughs> so Guilty guilty Pleasure song. Oh, AFI. <laughs> is cantana. So here's the deal. The one AFI album I really know, which I should know more, I, again... Guilty is charged. I know I should know more of them. I just I haven't dug in enough. In is this album? I honestly don't even fucking know the name of it off the top of my head. I know the album Sing the Silver, Thank you, Silver and Cold is on it. A bunch of other really good songs are on it. I know this song. I knew the song once the lyrics started. Oh, the singer kicked in. Um, this one blew my mind as a guilty pleasure too. But once we talked about the fact that none of us really have guilty pleasures, it made sense to me because that this shows me even more so that you really don't even have them. Like you because yeah. this wouldn't. Ninety nine point nine percent of people wouldn't have told you this is a guilty pleasure song because right, A right, right. AFI is actually pretty. They're one of those bands that broke through and are accepted by a lot of different yeah. genres because um, Davey Havok's like kind of well known in the scene. Uh, so it is what it is. Uh, the, but what my notes are uh, is um, sounds like the Terminator Two theme song. Uh, the drums, yeah. Yeah. With dun 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 yeah. dun. If you don't know what I'm talking about, um, it's fucking awesome.
1: By the way, before you go on, I forgot to mention that in ROH, this was CM Punk's entrance music. Hmm. And uh, back in the day, ROH used to have, on the guardrails, they used to have these big metal signs with the ROH logo on them. And so people would, would slam them? People would slam them, and they slam to the drums like... That's fucking awesome. That was real cool. It was real... He, he didn't come out until the singing actually started, so it was a long intro.
3: What's funny... Uh, I, see, I didn't know anything about that. That's incredible. As soon as I heard the beginning, there's a... Um, to bring back to uh, an older episode, the Tim, Tim Lombesis as LA Dying thing. Have you ever heard his, his side project bullshit band? I don't think the so. The Arnold Schwarzenegger I thing. Think. It's oh, called it Austrian yeah, Death yeah, Machine. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's He wrote everything in that. Guitar, yeah. drums, like everything in that. Yeah. And it's it's Tim is doing Arnold Schwarzenegger's voice. And it's like, it's him singing. It's actually, some of the music's really fucking good. Yeah. But they he redid a metal version of the Terminator 2 theme song. And it's fucking awesome. It sounds so good. And me and uh, Brandon uh, came out to that one time when we won the belts in USWF in 2009 or 2010. Like when we first came back, to yeah. pro era. Anyways. So, as soon as I heard it, that's what made me think of it. So, it's funny now that we're talking about yeah, that. I'm yeah. like, oh, fuck, you know. And even funnier was our name was the Sin City Saints, not at all copied of Second, Second City, City Saints. Saints. Yeah. I didn't know what the fucking Second <laughs> City Saints were until I named us that. Yeah. And then, like, a year or two later after we had already started getting gaining some traction as that name, I saw a thing like, about him back, back in Chicago, and I was like, motherfucker, like, <laughs> I can't catch a fucking break, but that just goes to show you that every good idea has already been done, so it's just how you make it. Anyways, uh, I love the build, uh, I like build, um, or god damn it, I put uh, Terminator 2 theme song, I love big builds in songs, which we already said what it does, It's it really does have a cool build up to it. Once the vocals kick in, I remember the song, it's a cool song, slower pace, but part of a story, I think, in the album, I think it's kind of a um, concept album, isn't it where it it sounds like it's one Absolutely. big long so, I, I think they're known for that, um, yeah. best of my knowledge. Again, I'm, i could be totally talking on my ass, but this also
1: sounds a little um, <clears throat> it doesn't sound like typical AFI. It's got a little post punk feel mm-hmm.
3: to it. That whole album's different though. Yeah. They were they were a little more punk and like on that side anyways, and then this album came out and they were almost more pop like yeah, yeah. to an extent but in a good way, you know, yeah. like they were anyways, go ahead, Ray.
0: Misery can't terror, what would that represent? Um uh, saying, oh. I'm guessing misery something. Yeah, I don't like know. you have no idea I like I'm, that's that intrigued me because I was kind of like You have a phone, you look, look it up. Well, I know. Know. It okay. Like I said, I think it it. It's,
3: I think that album has to do I think it's some kind of a story. Um, I could be wrong though, I don't know. I
0: thought it was an interesting pick. I really like the atmosphericness of the song. Uh I really haven't Doped much into their catalog. I think they're talented and underrated. Uh I think it's got a killer chorus and backing and vocals on the song and good guitar work so i think it's good overall i don't know much of their music besides their song silver and cold i don't know anything by them i almost picked that yeah but that that's that. a great song um yeah
1: misery will sing is the translation
0: misery will sing. misery say. will sing so if it's kind of like a dark, you know, it's a dark kind of interpretation on the
3: yeah. song. Hmm. Well, if you listen to that whole album, the actual the whole album's kind of like that. The, whole yeah. the name of
1: the album is Sing the Sorrow, so that makes sense.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's a good song. If you haven't really fucked with AFI, like, I need, I know I need to fuck with more of them, because I know I like it. I, I know I know more of that. I just... It's not a band that I dove into, so I don't remember song names. I don't, you know, right. it just is what it is. There have been a band that kind of escaped my like my clutches. It's like them Tiger Armies like that. Yep. There's a couple other bands that go deep like that. That punky There's fucking a whole shit ton of bands like yeah. that. Not There's not a, a lot of yeah. good
0: stuff that people you got to fucking dive through the weeds. There's no, th- a, this lot is a lot of good stuff. music out there. Man, it just depends There's on what a you're lot into. Of shit but... Whether you know, whether you don't.
3: Uh, so I guess it's time for uh, for my picks. So um, should I? announce what it is or do you want to say what it is ahead, and then go ahead go for it uh, so what do we start off with the random pick my random pick was a band called O oh Sleeper um, the song is off an album called Children of Fire that was put out in 2011 I saw them a year or two before this album came out open up for Bring Me the Horizon and Every Time I Die um, and Architects uh, who are three of my favorite bands um, at the House of Blues in Boston really really fucking good show um, before Bring Me the Horizon really broke, but they were like, they were the co-headliner. Every time I die was a headliner, and as soon as Bring Me the Horizon left or were done, half the sh- the crowd left. So they were clearly like the number one. Yep. Um, but it was uh, still a really fucking good show. And um, uh, anyway, so that was a sign of the times at that point. Oh, Sleepers, a band that their music is real big. Like still around. Uh, It's a good question. Not really. Um, They put out an album a year, a couple years ago, a year or two ago, maybe longer now because my timeline's kind of fucked up. Um, They went into hiatus, got off a record label, put out an album. It's not even on Spotify. I don't know what happened to it. It's on my iPod, which I haven't used in probably four years. Um, The singer ended up going on to do, uh, I guess, what's kind of a supergroup, which is called uh, Woven War, which is the entire four band members of As I Lay Dying after Tim went to uh, jail and the guy from the Shane, whatever his last name is um, so they formed this band called Wolven War. Wolven War, the first album, really really good I thought from the whole the whole set to finish. Um, I don't know if you, well yeah, actually you'd probably, you might like some of it because I've shown it to Ray before and the music's awesome but the, the voice is where I don't know if you'd like Yeah. Um, but then the second album I just wasn't into it and then Tim got out of jail and now well they're As I Lay Dying again so whatever uh, this album is actually a concept album uh the album is from start to finish a story they're a christian band um and uh from what i th- believe and the whole album uh i listened to an interview a long time ago when this album came out and it was the singer said something along the lines of um it's essentially a, the story of like the god and devil fighting and if you listen to the album it's fucking every ounce of that like the lyrics are exactly what you think it is yeah. so just to go to show you like none of us are uh, religious people but the Bible can have some cool. It has some really cool stories in it. So yeah. sometimes you get really cool. You um,
0: believe it art or not, out of it. I'm just going to say this as a thrum. like revelations a is a lot crazy of the shit that people fucking write in the black metal and everything. Yeah, it's all it's all, it's all has to, to do with it. It's all based on religion. Yeah, everything that you're hearing is topical. It's good to hear shit like that. That's stuff that's uh, yeah. interesting to hear. As a aside, you want to hear as this, a fucking this, listener.
1: This really has nothing to do with the song that's specifically. My but I brought this up earlier, you put it on YouTube and you had the Vin and Sorry channel. Yeah. And a lot of times they're, they're reacting to black
0: metal I'm songs. I'm glad you saw that because you bring up that interpretation of what other people's aspects of what you're listening. Yeah. I like hearing different people's viewpoints on what they hear. It might not be the same as Ed's or Steve's or Ray's. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, we Well, that's the whole point. A you, we, we
3: have an open voice. And you, the, the the problem with the world nowadays, period, not to get into off topic, but nobody wants to have an open discussion anymore.
1: Nobody People, wants to have their opinion uh, challenged At all Yeah That's
3: Which what is we're the problem. here for right. I agree So That's what we're here That's what we're for. trying to do We're trying to just show an open voice And an open opinion And there's I guarantee there's going to be Eventually some topics Where we don't agree And I kind of almost can't wait For I that to happen I want to hear comments But none saying, of us are going to Fucking like, throw punches And be mad at like each other my
0: shit He doesn't like it I want to hear the diversity That's well, what that's, I'm in it for that's what the mu- so, I want to hear everybody Give their topics On what I like And what I don't like And what you like
3: So you far know. the music Is just a, a fucking that's uh, a, good, a prequel to what we're going to Eventually do with this. The music, the music the music is the easiest thing to have a, a bad a, somebody a different opinion on. Cuz yep. you're not going to get fucking butt hurt about a band that you didn't have anything to do with putting the album out. Right. It's just what your taste likes. So if you actually get mad that somebody doesn't like your pick, you're a fucking idiot yeah, and you shouldn't does. you shouldn't be yeah. listening to fucking music anymore. Anyway.
1: I'm sure we've said some things already in the first two podcasts that have or, today. Below. or today. Or <laughs> <laughs> today. Doesn't matter. No,
3: it doesn't. No, it doesn't I don't matter.
0: I don't mean pissed off like oh my god, I can't believe this yeah. someone off. I'm not trying to piss anybody off. No fuck. Of
3: all right, so let me reel this back in because we'll we'll finish the music topic up because we have a couple more things to talk about. Yeah. But um, so end secrets, children of fire. This album is really, really big. We're talking like, about old sleeper. Yeah, the band old sleeper. Yeah. The the fucking this album from start to finish is massive. It feels huge when you're listening to it. I don't know if this is the best song to choose, but I literally picked this as I was about to plug my phone in to play music for these guys. I had some. I had four other songs I was going to play today, and then because this one, I I got back I think into we this. Were all a little bit torn. Well, this here's the deal with it. this album. Just so we're gonna. I'm gonna wrap it up like this. This album helped me get through about seventy pounds when I was losing weight in 2011, and you remember me back then. Yeah.
2: Steve, you this
3: album watch. fucking changed me a lot. Like this album really meant something to me because it was it changed the way I looked at a lot of music, because it went from just getting into the way it sounded to wow, the fucking lyrics have something more going on behind them. Like, and then I got into the interview, and then I started going more in-depth with it. So, look, man, don't judge a book, a book by its cover. If a band says, oh, I'm a Christian band, that might be a really good thing. There's a lot of those out there that you don't realize are. And this album, having the story that it has, is phenomenal. Whether you guys like it or not, I don't know. I think a lot of people will like it. But I'm going to stop fucking talking for once, and Steve, please tell me what you thought of the song.
1: Um, this is another one of those songs where I didn't think there was anything that stuck out to me, but I really enjoyed it. Um. The harsh vocals. There were points where he was doing like a, like a growl that I really liked, and then those points where he was doing a little bit of a whine, which I don't enjoy as much. Um, I actually preferred his clean singing over his his growls. I think there's two singers too. Oh, is there
3: two? singers? Yeah, they both can sing clean, but the the I think the guitarist is the singer that's singing extra clean, yep. and he's the guy that's in Woven War. Okay. Just so you know, I don't yeah. I I I kind of fucked that up, but go ahead.
1: And um. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have much to say about it. I enjoyed it. Um, nothing stuck out. I enjoyed the clean singing more than the harsh singing, but the hard, harsh singing wasn't bad either. But it's he's he more of a little it, bit whiny, it's it was, more of a yell. And if
3: you, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. this is another one of those ones where the more you listen to it, the more in depth lyrically you go, the more you get out of it. Right. Yeah. And a lot of what I listen to is that. Yep. So, like the a song. Yep. You were, kind of had the same opinion on it. and Then when I told you the story behind it, you went, "Oh yep. wow, different opinion."
2: A
1: lot of times, I'm, I'm sure I have stuff like that too. But a lot of yeah. times, I don't even. Look what the lyrics are to yeah. even
3: know okay I'm, yeah, I'm just real deep into a lot of stuff
0: book, you don't really have a,
3: well that's yeah, yeah. that's the same idea as what a we were picture, talking about before uh, we on, before you know? we play, hit play sometimes uh-huh. it's to the eye of the beholder of what I was going through when I heard this
1: true and it also depends how you're listening like if I'm if I'm throwing something out at the gym I'm not I don't yeah. care about lyrics if I'm throwing something out as background I'm not yeah. paying attention to the lyrics if exactly. I'm throwing out vinyl I'll sit down and right. I'll whip out the lyric sheet and I'll read right. the lyrics and This is
3: something that I thumped in my eardrums so much at the gym. The more I listened to it, the more I found. There's layers to this album. And uh, unfortunately, this is also one of those albums that I don't know if I picked the right song to show you off of it. Um, That was the hardest part because there are songs that I think might have grabbed you better. But this is the opening track of the the album. It's a really good song. It's got enough full feel to it that you kind of get what's going to happen. Yeah, it was
1: solid. I felt it was solid. It just... There was nothing Whoops. that made me say, I want to listen right. to more of this. I'd
3: like to I'd like to eventually get you I think we should do an episode where we kinda we throw out an album that we're like, guys, from start to finish listen to this album and then yeah. give us your feedback. Yeah. This would be one of those ones that I would do because I truly think from start to finish if you like just like you said with a vinyl, with the intent on just sitting listening to it and feeling the whole thing, I think you'd actually get a lot out of it because I think you'd get like without I, I already can tell that you like big sounding things. Um, also just a mood feeling thing you're an atmosphere guy so this has that but Ray what what are your thoughts on this song
0: right, uh, my thoughts on Endless Seekers is it's interesting mix and and Seekers and Seekers excuse me all one word sorry excuse me it's okay interesting heavy mix of the likes of Between the Barry to Me and Fast Technical Guitar Work never listen to them but they're interesting that's what I really had on it Did, uh, did you like it I did like it um it was, like I said, it was an interesting sound. Like, I recognized it, but I didn't really pinpoint it. Because it sounded like something I've heard.
3: Yeah. I've shown it to you but before. But it's different. Yeah.
0: So, that's my interpretation of it. Like, yeah. I liked it, but I didn't really recognize it as something I'm used to.
3: Yeah. Did you feel like, um, how large it sounded? Do yeah, you get what no. I said? What I mean by that? Like
0: No, no. Even me, I'm, like, kind of swaying my words a little bit, but... Like I did like what I heard, but at the same time I felt like it's like a combination of stuff that I've heard before, yeah, but I mixed it. well together. Yeah. So you know didn't I mean?
3: you didn't dislike it at all? You I didn't liked it, was but...
0: dislike it at all. I got you. I was just kind of like confused by it. Like I was trying to interpret it as something I've heard. I got you. In a weird sense.
3: What uh, What did you think about the overall guitar work? Did you like the overall? I work did with... like it. Okay. It's, good.
0: Um, it's very well done. Is that 2017? No, that's 2011. Oh, 11. So that's older.
3: That's seven years old now.
0: Yeah. See, that's another thing I kind of want to get into, is I want to hear, us describe time periods in these bands come out.
3: Oh yeah, I, th- I think, well. That's a
0: good uh, thing to bring up.
3: That's their third album. Um, the one before that, uh, I think, was called Son of the Morning, and uh, that album was actually like, I, the first album, I don't even remember the name of it, but I, and I thought it was okay. Son of the Morning is where I got into them, and then this album came out. And, that
0: yeah. more into what we do, though. Yeah. Steve, you hear that? Uh, some of it, bring, uh, Steve, you hear that thing? Not Gary.
3: Steve. Not Gary. He actually said your name right no, this time.
0: No, uh, bring time period into it. I always, let's, I always try to do give it. us a uh, generalization of what we're doing on time. <laughs> What do you mean he to
1: bring a time period? He means
3: me. like what, like when the album came out? Like, yes. oh that's yeah, all, that's yeah. all. Which that's
1: something I meant to do. This which is get into if
3: he actually li- if he listen to a lot of what we do, we actually kind of already do. That. <laughs> we just <laughs> sometimes do Sometimes I do, sometimes yeah. I don't. I try to always do that just because yeah. I know people think I talk a lot. I hear the fucking mumbling, <laughs> but it well, is what maybe it is.
0: maybe we do. Maybe we or do. I'm just passionate,
3: yeah. motherfucker. You ain't got this much passion. Step six foot, two seventy. I know last time was two seventy five. I was, I was actually two eighty two last time I was figure. here, but.
2: This is the second time! I'm oh back you said it yeah. Fuck.
3: All right, got to keep this going because Dobby's right. coming up. All right, make, a three. make it three at this point. Not, no, no, not yet. Please let it... <laughs> Save it for the end. Make it three. <laughs> make it three is the name of the episode. Uh, episode six, make it three. Anyways, um, so that. on to my super group pick. Steve, please start this off. Oh, should I t- say what they yeah, are? Yeah, talk okay. talk about uh, what you got. Because okay. I
1: don't know so, anything about these
3: guys. All right, so the damn things... Um, this album came out in, I believe, 2010, and it did.
0: I'm interested to hear your, pick, your uh, opinion on it. Opinion on it. All right, so yeah.
3: Ray knows this band because I, 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 I was obsessed with this album for a long time. Um, this band is actually your classic definition of a supergroup. Um, every one of these guys has is either at the time in a um, well-known band or has since begun uh, or taken off into a bigger stratosphere of a band, right? So I'm going to read you the gentleman in the band. And you're going to know a couple of the names, and then I'll go over what they're, what bands there, because I can't wait to kind of see your opinion on that. So the singer is Keith Buckley. Uh, the One of the guitarists, there's technically three, I think. Um,
1: so Keith Buckley, I'm not familiar with the name.
3: Singer from Every Time I Die. Okay. Which I talk about all the time, because that's honestly, I'd say, that's probably my favorite band, like, for the past ten years. I mean, I know my all-time favorite band is Pantera, and I've talked about that until I'm, until I'm dead in the face but. Still active, easily. It's every time I die. I don't. I don't think there's a band out there that can touch them. I think versati- uh, versatility-wise, they're the best out there going still. And I think um, they just. I've had more fun at their shows than I think anybody else out there. Um, I'll just say, I think Keith Buckley is one of the most um, diverse singers out there right now. I think what he truly has. He was a. Um, he was actually an English teacher, an English major in, in college. He's now put out like three novels or two novels. The guy is a fucking you. If you knew a, a lot about him, like, I think you would eventually with me, I think you'll actually like him a lot as a person, because yeah. he is a lot, like, you and him have a lot in common. Um, but, anyway, so Keith Buckley from Every Time I Die, who at this time was in the least known band out of the th- out of the rest of the guys. There are six guys in the band. Uh, the next guy in the band on the list is Scott Ian. We all know him from Anthrax, yeah. I'd hope, right? Yeah. And Stormtroopers of Death, and, yeah. you know, like, pretty much anything thrash. Yeah, yeah Scott Ian in that song. Uh, Joe Troman, who is the guitarist for um, Fallout Boy, who again, some everybody knows who they are, whether you yeah. like them or not. But he started out in like hardcore bands, yeah. but they are like one of the biggest bands on the planet right now uh, for the last ten years, anyways. Andy Hurley, who's the drummer from uh, Fallout Boy, again came from a hardcore background. Josh Newton, who at the time was the bass player for Every Time I Die, but was in like five different bands. Um, from uh, from Autumn to Ashes to fucking—I don't even know—the list goes on. And on, he's from New Bedford, Mass. Actually, I think. Um, he's older than a lot of the other guys around. I think he's like forty-five or something. But he was in every time I die. Uh, through like their golden rise period, and then now they're like at their their peak. But he was—he helped them kind of launch themselves. So he is—he was uh—in this band, and then Rob Caggiano, who's the other guitarist from Anthrax, who's not in the band anymore because he's in Volbeat now, um. And, uh, so at the time he was in it. So Rob Caggiano as I think I pronounced it right. So two members from Anthrax, two members from Every Time I Die, two members from Fallout Boy. Constitutes us a, a true super group. When you Wikipedia them, they actually, it actually says the damn thing supergroup, Like they are all of that. Yeah. Um, just throwing Scotty in and I think alone kind of de- deserves that because of the legend that he lays out. Yep. I could probably talk more about it than I needed to, but um, the band's a true rock and roll band. I love the album. They only have one album called Ironiclast. Um, I think from start to finish, it's just about a flawless album. I think there's one song or two that, depending on the mood I'm in, I skip. Um, the song I played, there's two songs I was thinking about playing. The song I ended up playing, actually, three songs I thought about playing. Um, the song I played was a song called Bad Blood, which is, on that album, my favorite song as a whole, when you because I, I go through periods where, like, well, one song might be better for that time period. Mm-hmm. In the eight years this album's been out, that's the one song that, whenever I hear it, it fucking just does something for me. In my opinion, their best song though was actually not even on this album. They did a one-off song for the Batman Arkham Asylum game, um,
0: which kind of sucked.
3: This, the game sucked, As but they a gamer. Well, but listen, I'm the the that. soundtrack for that album's big like so, um, big. it has like, a lot I of big get, bands on it, it. Yeah. um they did a song on that and I'll, I'll come up with the name of it by the time we're done with this but you can't find it on spotify you can't even find it on youtube anymore because the people who own the rights to sony or whatever yeah. took right. it off you can actually buy it on google google play or whatever yeah yeah, whatever so anyways that's my favorite song and i'll put the name of it oh it's called trophy widow yeah that's my favorite song them. Anyways, go ahead, Steve. I'd love to hear your thoughts.
1: Uh, it's a great hard rock song, uh, great awesome. vocals. Does I know on Every Time I Die, he doesn't do much clean singing. Ah, right? you're wrong. He does. Does
3: he? Yeah, yeah. That's When we did that, when we did the last episode of the episode, no, two episodes with Benny ago, or two episodes ago with Benny, that was the band I was originally going to do, but it's impossible to only pick three songs.
1: Because I, I, I know I've heard them, I know I've checked them out at one point, and I know I've seen them live at one point.
3: They're, they typically play 90% heavy songs because that's what the kids go crazy right. for. But their songs... They have they have one song uh, that has the guitarist from fucking Danzig doing a solo on it. They have a lot of cool guest spots. They have one dude from fucking um, Panic! at the Disco singing on the newest album. They have, like... They go all over the map, dude. Like, there's not... That's why I'm saying they're probably the most versatile band out there right now. They don't stick to one genre. They don't stick... To, and on an album, you'll hear four or five different sounds. So, for a band to last as long as they have, they're going 20 years strong now. This is their 20th year as a band. I've been a fan of them since 2001, I think. I've seen them more times than I can count. Um, I fucking love them. Anyways, I don't want to go
1: The only other things I wrote was uh, had a great kind of sing-along kind of hook. And um, I will definitely check this out. And it's interesting you mentioned Danzig because it doesn't sound at all like Danzig musically or vocally. But it gave me that same feeling.
3: Right, like a like a like a poppy rock song, yeah. but not like you're you're sad about it. Like you're actually right. right. right? It's a yeah. cool hook.
2: Yeah,
3: I think you like the whole album. I think there's one or two songs you might go, ah. Eh, but I, I I
0: fucking love
3: that album. But I'm glad. I honestly, I'm super glad to hear that you liked it. So hopefully that was a cool one, Ray. What'd you think?
0: Personal opinion, I did like it. It's one of those songs, like I said, you've showed me before. Yeah, and I've always had like an ear for the band, but at the same time.
3: You don't have to get louder. You just have to talk into the mic.
0: Yeah. <laughs> at the same time, like the song, like did kind of get a little dreary at times where I was kind of like losing it. But at the same time, like I was digging the song. Yeah. I can't say I was... I can't say I'm like fully committed, but it's something I have to actually listen to a little bit more. Like I
3: said, I think there might be a song or two, like the opening track on it, it's called The Handbook for the Recently Desist, yeah. which it's is, like if you I don't said, know, it's from the it's Beetlejuice. Like it
0: made me enough intrigued to where I want to listen to more. So that wasn't something you were familiar with? It's about? not something I'm like 100% familiar I know that Scotty is in it. I he knows, know, the, he knows I the band. I know the guy from Every Time I Die is in it. I yeah. know all yeah. that. I just, uh, he, he didn't go
3: as crazy with that I as I did.
0: I didn't dive into it. Like I'm just, a huge
3: every time I die mark yeah. just like I'm a huge Max Cavalier mark just like yeah. I've already said this a million times once I love something I sink my teeth into everything that they do yep. so anything I can get my hands on I, I kind of follow that we're up. all that way yeah.
0: you know once we kind of find our cliche we kind of dive in yeah the but I mean you know? I just
3: I think because of the way I, I never had a computer or anything so I couldn't I had to actually spend my money on a CD at one point in my life which I still do but I have Spotify now so now if I hear that there's a super group out there like I almost did Killer Be Killed Which is, if you don't know who that is, that's uh, Max Cavalera. It's uh, the lead singer of um, Dillinger Escape Plan. It's one of the dudes from fucking Mastodon, and then I can't remember who the drummer is, but it's like it's a legit, true supergroup. And if you've never heard that album, holy fuck, it's fucking incredible. It's so fucking good. Three different dudes that can sing, phenomenal fucking guitar work. It goes from like heavy to fucking slow to like it's it's one of the best albums I've heard in a really really long time. But I just, I've, I've already talked about my love for Max before. I've already talked about, so I kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we, like, again. It doesn't matter. We're, we're we talk heavy. Talk about it as
0: much as you want. Well, That's no, but listen. Hold on. The reason
3: why I picked this even more so, so was we're trying to be diverse here. So we're, we already know that we're all heavy metal fans. So, if, I, if we all keep on just piling on heavy metal, we're not going to expand anymore. So, this is rock and roll. I like, I'm like. i glad that I showed something. You've never heard of this band at all, right? Yeah, I've so, heard of a band.
2: No, fucking, it, no, we're just
0: fucking, we're kicking the top of this thing. We're, but see, fucking, this is, we're on the uh, peak uh, we're of again, fucking doing what we're going to do. We're also on we're the
3: peak of Dobby coming out, out motherfucker. <laughs> Dobby's like,
0: not <laughs> coming out tonight. You guys can fucking wait
3: Anyways, alright, we're actually well, doing really good with time. Alright, so... Now that we, d- we did that, so we all had three supergroup songs. Uh, we all kind of surprised each other with the, the supergroup songs. I think we all had really good information on where the supergroups came from. Um, my guilty pleasure pick was something that I really threw out of left field because, again, I don't have guilty pleasures. I like everything that I like. I'm not fucking sad about telling you that I like it. I just thought for the way I planned my pick out was, A, I like fucking with Ray because he's my best friend, and B, I thought, let's really be diverse. Because there was a couple other songs I could have picked. I, mean, I even had them written down that might have been a little bit easier to listen to. But I wanted to go a little wacky. And fucking, if you listen to this playlist today, 100% there's one song that's going to stick out out of all of them. And I, I know which one it is. Yeah. So, <laughs> Steve's actually laughing. To get Steve to break, that's my new goal is to just get Steve to laugh every episode. So, so okay. So
0: I can play Sandstorm, but you play Diane Wood. Go on. All right,
3: Die <laughs> di- di- Antwoord is how you whatever. pronounce it. Fuck you, Speaking of which, go, real go. quick, real quick, before we talk about it, the one thing I'll give them, I actually like a lot of their music. Um,
0: I would
3: listen. Oh, her, the Yolanda. Yeah, why not? Oh, she's hot yeah. as fuck, man. I don't know if you know who she is. Or... I know she is. All right. I don't know. Their videos. Remember when we talked oh, about videos I a couple of? <laughs> whatever. You know. You know about the. You know what we were talking about videos a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, well, anyways. Oh, uh, she has a side ponytail. Whatever. I. I still would. Anyways. Uh. The music video thing, they have some of the best music videos out yeah, there. Yeah, they do. They yeah. just released a video for a song called Alien, where she's actually in the foreground, if you've seen it or not. No. Holy shit, man. It's like watching a movie. And then they just released this uh, one with Jack Black in it, something about rats. And it's like him, he's dressed up as a giant rat that, like, fucks with this little kid sleeping, and it's actually their kid in the video, the, the, the two dying of her people. Yeah. Anyways, I like weird shit. Uh, Steve, I can't wait to fucking hear what you're going to say about this <laughs> one. So...
1: so. The way this is split up... Oh,
3: sorry. Diane We Have Candy is the name yeah, of the song. We Have Candy. Go ahead.
1: The way it's split up, they kind of have like a, like a spoken word thing, and then they go into the verses, and then like a spoken word where they're kind of talking. And when they're talking, it sounds like something that should be in a Tim Burton movie. Yeah. Like the music, what they're saying, it sounds like it should be in a Tim Burton movie. Uh, and then they rap. And, uh, it's not very good. <laughs> I like the beat. The beat's pretty cool. The beat's fucking phenomenal
3: when it the, kicks uh, in. The yeah, the
1: rapping's not so good. And, uh, my closing comment was, have they played the gathering of the Juggalos yet? Because if not, they should. <laughs> oh, no. I don't think they
3: have. I don't know oh, if they have enough. I know live, they're actually, they're, that one song again is not the best song. To no, to. I know. I've heard the, I've heard other stuff. So, you, know, you know that they're actually like they can rap, they actually can fucking their beats are always really good. Yeah. Um their live performance is crazy. They don't stop moving. Ninja and no. Yolandi are fucking crazy. Um which I wanna talk about the the gathering of the juggle thing later on, but Ray, I can't this is what we've been <laughs> Guys, this is the build up of this episode.
0: Alright, Jesus Christ. There we go. <laughs> I can't I got, fucking wait. Die Antwood. Can't stand it. Reminds me of amped up Cottonmouth Kings. I'm not fucking loving it. Kind of boring towards the middle. That's what I got. That's what I got. I'm sorry. So, what you're saying and that's is. That's what my feeling. I really hate this band. <laughs> I'm not liking this band, and I never will. So, there you go. That's why I have it.
3: No, i am just gonna say. <laughs> Uh fuck Steve, at least you like the beat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Steve just spilled beer on his other Yep. So alright. Um one hundred percent the fucking effect that I wanted to get out of this, yeah. I got, so I'm happy about that. Uh I knew <laughs> I knew Ray was going to hate every fucking ounce of this. I know he thought I was going to play Mickey Avalon, and the Mickey Avalon song I actually had thought about. I think actually Steve wouldn't have minded, because it's actually not bad, but there's a few things in this world that I know uh, Ray doesn't really care for, and he likes hip-hop, but there's certain sounds he just he can't handle. And I've purposely played this for him, because I, I love this. In my truck, dude, if you play this, I like stories and you stuff. You
0: watch me cringe in the
2: passenger seat. Yeah, but
3: what's funnier is, like, you, <laughs> there's parts that, like, I can tell you like, the beat. Like, it's actually solid. Um, and there are parts of even the story in this song that are actually solid. Because yep. it's kind of like, when she says, like, when I get really sad, I cut myself a piece of cake. And she gets really, like, you kind of yeah, hear that, you and know. you're like, yeah, it's kind of like, oh, that's actually kind of...
1: It's very gathering.
3: Maybe. it's it's yeah. I thought it was, you know, thoughtful the way they did it, but... There's other songs that they do that are actually really good and I think that if you listen to the right song by Diantrid, there's a reason why they're as popular as they are in the in that scene. I actually I think I
0: understand it if you like well, it, to
2: that
3: person. He, yeah, I've yeah.
1: heard all this stuff, it's not for me, but I understand why it's yeah. so cool.
3: I think here's here's my take on it, right? Is I would much rather listen to that than a Takashi Six Nine or a fucking <laughs> XXX who killed them got killed a few weeks ago or yeah any other fucking mumble rapper out there right now because at yeah. least they're fucking like entertaining and they know they're not taking themselves seriously no, that's the fucking organic. difference they're a fucking gimmick they're a show and their yeah. their music videos are actually phenomenal every yeah. one of them is so if you get the joke you get it right. Ray just doesn't give a fuck about the joke so <laughs> him he just get it with Steve being in hip hop or coming from hip hop at least can kind of look at that and go alright I get what they're doing yeah. not for me but you know and that's again not everything they do is for me I can't listen to a fucking straight album but I have a couple of songs and I'm not going to lie like I'll throw on I do weird shit at home so like I'll throw that song on when I when I get out of the shower in the morning and Kristen's is still sleeping and I'll put it right next I'm to her like head and I'll, like, I'll sing I'm along to, to it I'm trying
0: think of like a fucking uh, like a band that I can relate to you know what I mean? Like, side well, places, no, well, no, side but. Places,
3: well, so, for people like who don't that. like hip hop, Guar is that band. You know? Honestly, it, truthfully, Ghoul is that band to you an know? extent as far as the way they look. There's a lot of bands that do that kind of stuff. It's just that the hip hop wise, that's just who they are. Yeah. I think they're funny. I, I actually don't mind them. I've, I've, I get the joke. I'm in on the joke. I just really wanted to fuck with Ray, and I. I I'm glad that we I purposely went last because I knew by this point he was already going to be about 12 cores uh originals deep and we were going to get that exact reaction so, so you're the, welcome uh, internet oh 100%. 100% so I get it. 100% so all right anyways uh so now that we're done with the music talk probably the most diverse set of music we've done so far probably easily the best I think overall conversation we've had about music <clears> so far um so I'm I'm really happy with this one I hope everybody listening really dug this and get something out of uh, the music. And if you listen to this and you listen to the playlist, uh, give us some fucking feedback. We hear that, so far we've gotten really good feedback on the overall podcast. But I, I'd like to hear a little bit more on the, the playlist half of it. So we should probably try to do a little bit better. We've only released two episodes. Yeah, but. in
1: case anybody doesn't realize, um, we put the podcast up. And in the link in the description, we will have a link to the Spotify playlist of what we listen to for the podcast. Yep. So you could always go back and listen to that. We toyed with the idea of making, like,
0: one giant
1: uh, playlist.
3: Yeah, it's not no, I it.
0: like this doing it more ad-lib so we kind of get shit right off the rip. Yeah, that's what I Yeah, say but that's right not what that. he's
3: getting at. He's getting at... Um, Breaking it up by episode lets you actually follow along with the episode. Where if right. we just threw a song every every episode, if we just took all the songs and threw them into a giant playlist, you wouldn't catch those songs.
1: Yeah, it would probably be better for us as far as followers on the playlist, but it's better for the listeners. Maybe
3: eventually we everyone. can make one with all yeah, the songs, yeah. we and we should to, do that. We
0: should build the giant. List yeah, I, I agree with you. That we've um, but reviewed.
3: doing it yes. episode by episode, I actually at first didn't get it, but now that we've done this, I truly get it because now people can actually follow specifically to what we're talking about. Yeah. Even more so now that we kind of changed the format from the second episode to we did this a little bit later on in the episode. So it gives people some time to kind of build up to it. And I'm not going to lie, like by this point, an hour in typically, you guys don't realize we're already like three or four hours into sitting here. And we're typically already pretty tuned up when we hit play. So, by this point, we're, like, and a go, and uh, Uncle Dobby over here is just peeking his ugly little I've head. i
0: been to go since 9 a.m. Yeah. He, <laughs> He's
3: been raring a go since Friday night. So, <laughs> <laughs> let's just be fucking real. Uh, we, all right. So, that's... Uh, now that we got that out there, shameless plug on the, uh, the Spotify, but follow us all on there. Um, I'm not good with fucking uh, those links, but we got to get better with that. We got to link our own personal accounts on there. We have to link a bunch of shit, yeah. but... Um, I have a couple things I want to talk about, but I'm going to let you kind of guide the helm if you have anything or if, where you want well, to go with it.
1: Well, I thought we might go to word associations. Cool. because During the songs, you said there was some tie-ins to some of what we were talking there about.
3: There are. So. There are. Yeah, let's do word association. So, um, so I have four different words. I'm going to do, uh, they kind of go back and forth, almost like yin and yang or evil and good or positive and negative is really the theme of my word association today. Um, And uh, it's more, it's not necessarily word association as far as one word, what your thoughts are. It's more like... A word, a topic, or whatever And it's more like a lightning round for us Which I think is kind of cool It gives us uh, an ability to really showcase Our own um, personalities, right? So, um, when I say them Who wants to go first? I'll go You want to go first? Okay Uh, My first word is uh, PMA Or, uh, to break it down is positive mental attitude But PMA is the, the word
1: Oh my god Jesus Christ I could really go into this, but since it's word association, I don't want to go too deep, but um, I read a lot of uh, old like occult books, and people think of occult as like satanic or whatever. It's not. It's really it's has not. nothing to do with it. It's not at all. It's kind of like um, it's kind of more like a mystic psychology, and a lot of it is more about um, the two sides of the brain, and one being. Feminine, one being masculine, and kind of combining those, and the uh, the idea of uh, will over everything, and will whether your subconscious will is positive or negative, whatever it may be, but positive mental attitude is, um, you know, people talk about the secret, Fuck and it, with the yeah. secret, it's 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 really dumbed down. But if you if you read old old occult stuff, really, it's just tapping into um, your subconscious, and it's not about waking up every day and thinking about some stupid thing you want, it's really about changing what you think um, on a subconscious level rather than a conscious level. For instance, if um, you're even even something stupid, like you, you're in the womb and you have two parents who talk about being being broke all the time or negative stuff you kind of absorb all that negative energy even Mm -hmm. even in the womb so the idea behind positive mental attitude is to tap into um what you know your subconscious is if you can figure that out because sometimes it's hard to figure out and uh just change it into positive and like i said it's not about just you know not thinking about all the negative stuff and just shoving that to the side because you have to kind of embrace that too. And um, there's really, uh, I don't know, I could re- get real deep into this, but positive mental attitude is a good thing. I know I know you used to be a, a big hardcore guy yep. back in the day, which is a big part of that culture. It's a big part of it, yeah. The very big part of it. It's part of
3: it before I ever even got into it. Like the more deep I go into the history of hardcore like in the 80s, yeah. <clears throat> with the Chrome Mags and fucking Jesus Christ the Bad Brains and Agnostic Front and the Originals um positive mental attitudes a fucking big thing and i, I didn't believe in it for a long time until a couple years ago when i started hearing it in a band a uh, recent band called 60 Year Guns actually did a song about it and um it it it's a fucking real thing man if if you if you positively think about things no matter what the outcome is if you think you know um think something positive can come out of even a negative it will transpire that way like it, it will turn into something positive yeah. and you can take a good out of a negative all day long and if you're constantly surrounded by negative uh, thoughts and negative people and you surround yourself around people that put you down or put down your thoughts or put down your aspirations or put down what you want to do with your life or your achievements or whatever you're just gonna never you're never gonna grow you're never right. gonna move
1: because even if you don't believe those things if you have any idea of how the brain works at all, your subconscious takes in more than your conscious brain does and that's really where all that stuff comes from so um it's a it, the subconscious is, is, is a is a powerful thing and if you hear all those things whether positive or negative you can work the i positive think if you're too.
0: strong enough an in, individual though you can block out anything and fucking become that's exactly more what, strong that's the whole point and, of you it know, right you, Positive you don't mental need attitude. anything to tell you anything negative. You can always block it out and become stronger. You know. Yep. You can exactly. always become. I'm actually top.
3: fucking absolutely floored by everything that just uh, Steve just said. I would really, hopefully, and truthfully uh, explore this uh, side of it more soon.
1: Probably one day when I'm not half cocked, I could probably figure this. out Maybe so. A maybe maybe we'll bring this up in the early half of the episode.
3: Yeah. Um. But. I'm really, I'm even more ecstatic that that's the fucking first word that I decided to pick for this, because I, apparently, not knowing this at all, this fucking gave you a trigger to fucking go go for it, which is good. <laughs> ah, yeah, motherfuckers, I said triggered, go for it. Not the N-word that Ray keeps dropping, but no, the other I'm, one. I'm, I'm, listen, listen, everybody, <laughs> anyways, I love listen. everybody. Guys. I know, we do. Everybody Calm love down. everybody. I'm down. Everybody love everybody, like that song in the fucking Will Ferrell movie.
0: Even those damn dark people he loves. Yeah, he does I love, love them.
3: He loves other than them. When I say PMA, uh, Ray, do you have anything I to add? I wasn't to
0: very strongly affiliated with the knowledge of the terminology. That's not the uh, point. what the, was going on. That's not the point. The same when time, I
3: say PMA, positive mental attitude to you, what does that mean to it's you? It's
0: interesting. It's very interesting. Rapid fire. I mm-hmm. think it's uh, on point, and I think everybody needs to have that uh, involvement in life to actually strive. That's part of fucking everyday society. You, if you don't have positive, you know, mental movement or whatever the hell you said,
3: you know, positive mental movement, whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah you get what PMM. I'm saying. If you don't have that natural ability, <laughs> then you're not gonna strive to do
3: anything. Maybe do word association earlier on in the episode next time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good, good note. So we're gonna no, move on here. Uh, I'm not gonna, uh, like I'm not like gonna give asshole. my, I'm not gonna <laughs> give my feedback on it. If you follow me on if you follow me on anything, I, I actually put hashtag PMA a lot. I think you guys have both caught on to yeah, that now. PMS. Uh, yeah, PMS. That's exactly it. If my name was Peter, my initials would have been PMS. So, you like Peter. anyways, uh, you do love Peter, don't you, motherfucker? <laughs> 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 uh, you said that, you piece of shit? So, anyways, so w- we'll give my thoughts on PMA the next time uh, yeah. if we actually bring this up. So, hopefully, we do.
2: All right. My second word, all joking aside. No, all joking go, on.
3: aside. go on. My second as- a word association is actually, even though the word can be taken as a positive. I'm looking at it, and the negative aspect, and I might even chime in on this one a little more, is challenge. And the reason why I brought up challenge is I have in parentheses internet, annoying shit. Um, All these stupid, fucking asinine... What the fuck do you believe? Challenges. Nope. Shh. Listen to me for once. All right. Go. This fucking kiki challenge that I don't... I can't stop fucking seeing with people dancing out of a car, (laughs) or... To the fucking cinnamon challenge a few fucking years ago where kids were fucking down on a cup full of fucking cinnamon and killing themselves. Or any fucking internet stupid... You want to know challenge, motherfuckers? We're going to talk about that in a minute. But the reason why I'm bringing it up is because I am my, my Facebook has been inundated with stupid assholes jumping out of their car dancing.
0: I so I brought this up I posted.
3: I know so you more. did And we're going to get into this in a minute oh. So Ray I'm going to start this one off with you Alright Because I know it. Steve has a way more intelligent aspect on All us right, whatever, So go for fuck
0: it Fuck you here douchebag I'm just going <laughs> to say Whatever the fucking scenario was It was funny It was some guy fucking dancing outside of his car And he got it locked out And he fucking couldn't stop his car and I thought it was so. fucking gold. That was funny. It was gold. The
3: first time I saw it. Yes. Which was I weird, didn't but... watch it a hundred times. No, no. I just watched it a couple times. I mean, times. everybody I else good. kept on posting it. But... i do it. No, but do you, do you get what I mean by that? Like, it's ridiculous. Can't These you...
0: people are stupid as shit. Yeah. Dude, what are you going to fucking watch something on the internet and fucking do it? I, I'm gonna go out right now in the middle of fucking winter. It's fucking humid as fuck. It's not winter. We but. Should,
1: we should all do the Kiki challenge. And no, fucking fuck video. the Kiki challenge. Wait oh, till it's fucking
0: really cold and dump some fucking hot water on your hood and fucking shit off. Ray did the fucking
3: <laughs> shopping cart challenge one time where he actually yeah, trusted me I to push him in, in one i the
0: cart with this fucking asshole. I'll never trust this <laughs> piece of shit again.
3: You trust me every day, you I'll piece of shit. I'll never trust
0: you again. You're fuck a piece you. Of shit. I am. You're wearing a Budweiser shirt. You're not a king. I'm, dr- I'm drinking the same thing. I'm a
3: fucking advocate. He's an asshole. I Trying know, to get man. us some sponsorships, motherfucker. You <laughs> apparently don't understand capitalism. Go ahead, Steve. <laughs> oh, man. What a fucking shit.
1: I kind of echo Ray's sentiments a little bit. A lot of this shit is so fucking dumb. If you want to challenge yourself... Just go out and actually challenge yourself. Yeah, thank you. Go do fucking jujitsu or go... Go do yoga. Go do yoga. Go do something that's actually
2: fucking challenging. How about
3: go to the library fucking challenge? Go to the
1: library. Read a fucking book. You know what? I use this website called Goodreads. I keep track of all the books (laughs) I use. And you have a fucking reading challenge. Read 12 books in a fucking year. That's one a month. Yeah. Do something constructive. Please. Please.
3: And the, please, reason, please. the reason why I brought this up was because I saw this... The last couple of weeks I saw this ridiculous amount of people posting these fucking things. And I haven't seen anybody personally that I know do one. But... If they're for a good cause, I get it. Like, the ice bucket challenge was yeah. annoying, but I, I got it.
1: And there's a time for fun. Some yeah. of this is kind of fun. This shit is fucking
3: work. stupid. And motherfuckers are getting run over by cars, really? And motherfuckers are getting hurt, really? And you are you could potentially let your fucking... If you actually, actually, if you actually slam your door shut by accident and lock your... bitch can happen with some cars. You're a fucking asshole. Here's a challenge for you. Let's, let's go with a couple local ones. If you're a local wrestler, how about you share fucking two wrestling events that you're not actually booked on to try to give some other motherfuckers some fucking credit and to try to build up your fucking your brothers how about find a charity that you can fucking donate some time to how about go to a fucking soup kitchen and fucking pour soup for people who actually don't have fucking something that they can uh bring home to the family how about fucking challenge yourself to fucking oh i don't know do 20 push-ups a day instead of fucking sitting on your fucking couch how
1: about not be a stupid asshole
3: yeah how about not be a stupid asshole like he's saying Challenges, internet challenges. Fuck you. Fuck all you morons. You're the reason why we're fucking... The, the planet's gonna die. I said it here. I might be getting drunk. I, maybe I didn't mean the planet's gonna die. But it's probably gonna... You
0: do u- a goddamn push-up. Yeah, yeah. Ray, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do them. He stig- <laughs> the fuck? He's Stigmatizing me, everybody.
3: Stigmatized. Is- Stigmatize, not stigmatized. stigmatized. That's the third one. <laughs> <laughs> See, he's making
0: fun of me and my speech impediment. I'm Richie from fucking... <laughs>
3: Sit back, you piece of shit. All right, it? I got two more. I got two more. It's so what we're saying is,
0: clown,
3: stop yelling oh, to them. Sit back. You know you're too close. I'll do it. You'll do a lot of things. Your dick's gonna be out in about ten seconds. It will be. All right. Anyways, Everybody. so uh, my third one. Are we ready for my third one? No. No, you're not. Okay. Go on. I can't wait. God damn. Uh, my third one <laughs> is uh, my third word association is goals. So what I, what I want out of this one is. Um, do you have any easily obtainable goals? Do you have a goal with this podcast? Do you have a goal that you want to reach by the end of the year? Do you have a goal that you want to reach by the time you die? But I don't want to get too deep because I don't want to take up too much time because we're you know, now we're starting to get deep into the podcast. But this is supposed to be lightning round. Goals, give me some feels. Give me something that you have um, that just on the tip of your tongue.
1: Um, it's probably something I need to work on. Like I have goals, but uh, I never I never write them down so that I can look at them on a daily basis and say... Okay, I've reached this one and now let's get to this yep. one. You know, I might I might reach them, but I never give myself the time to like sit back and be like, All right, I've reached this goal, let's do another one. And that's kind of uh that's that's something people uh, tend to fuck up when they write down goals. They write down like, Oh, I want a million $1, dollars. Not gonna happen. Not right. gonna happen. It might happen. Not gonna happen. But first you've gotta get 50,000, and then you're gonna get a hundred. Let's try a dollar. Yeah, let's try (laughs) a dollar. Set yourself some attainable goals, right? Reach them, and then make a new goal. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm saying that as a guy who does not do this, and I, I make myself goals, but I don't write them down and give myself a little credit and then move on. But it's probably something I should do more for sure.
3: So it's something that means something to you that maybe, hopefully this, this, uh, Spock's That might be something to look you.
0: into the future, because I don't do the same fucking thing. Yep. But is obviously something that you want to get involved in. That is something you want to say, I want to do anything. Like, you say goals, like, I want to say right now, I want to do 100 push-ups a day
2: from
0: yep. now on, you know? But what's stopping I, you from wanna, doing you, it, right? What's stopping me right? from you, doing that? You, you're the only for one. Me, that's the only one stopping me yeah. from doing it. If I have something on writing right now that I wanna do that, or if this is what I want to do, this is my diet, this is what I'm gonna to do today, that's what I have to fucking put my goals towards. It's a lot easier if you put it down on paper. A lot of the, a lot of us don't put it down on paper. We rely on our fucking mental yes. Goals to do what are, we
3: do. Goals are things that you actually intend on achieving. Okay? Not Rich. dreams. Dreams are something that you hope can happen. Yes. Goals are something that you actually think you can achieve. I opinion. know
0: Oof. I can achieve a lot of shit. I'm not stupid. But you have to put your mind to it. All, the minute I put my mind to it, I do it. If I have this shit down on paper, I'm probably a different. So I could he, really thing. go deep on this
1: with uh, combining it with PMA. If I wasn't so drunk,
3: see how I did this? <laughs> it's almost like I thought about this one, right? Yeah, it was. It's almost like I've done, I've, uh, I, I'm okay at this. Here's where I'm. Here's where uh, the reason why I laid these out, because um, I think they're all gonna. The first three are gonna kind of connect to each other. How about this? How about on Record right now with three live mics, the three of us, the three dudes with cold brews on our sides or in our hands for uh, uh, most of us. Um, we have well, I actually am somebody that does write down some goals, I, I don't do it enough, but I actually do. I want to hit a PR yeah, on my bench, I want to hit a
0: positive mental attitude. Is that what you're calling it?
3: Positive mental attitude affects both. You have to it's positively, based on who them. you have around you, too, right? Which we are. That I think are positively want. affecting each other I, I'm somebody uh, that's out there I'm fucking wrestling I am I started a podcast I'm fucking trying to do different things I'd like to pr- uh, pursue a different career I, I have a lot of things in my mind that I aspire to do If you don't
0: have the right people around you well, I wrong? Well, yeah, but listen, you can't and, fucking right. have anything going But
3: now we have the right people around us right? So positive mental attitude The challenge for the goal is Let's challenge ourselves Let's come up with something that we can achieve A goal oriented challenge that the three of us can put to the test. So I'm thinking that we're going to brainstorm this off mic because we want to put something together, and I think this would be kind of cool. Um, for a, a, a short-term goal, because you have you have both. You have short-term goals and long-term goals. Short-term goal, I think, how many active uh, downloads are we getting right now? Not very many. We're getting probably a couple, or people listen, 20s, then yeah, 30s. the first the 30s.
1: one, like 40-something. The second one, was still at like
3: 20-something. Because we didn't push it enough, and that's partly me, partly him. He doesn't understand how to do it. All of us are guilty of that because we're still new at this. Um, I think a short-term goal should be by October, we get up to 100 downloads an episode. Easy. Right? That's a short-term goal. That's something that I think we can all achieve if we all try to... I think we
1: should all do a personal goal. I think that's good. I'll try Um, to spread it. For that.
3: Uh, A a long-term goal, I think um, a long-term goal should be, I'd say, by... What are we on? Episode 6? I think by 50, if we're not... um,
0: by a certain ratio, fifty.
3: We, what would you say by fifty? What's a good goal sponsor. by fifty? If we're not, if we don't have one sponsor by fifty, we should try for one. Yeah. Right. So long-term goals sponsorship. Short-term goal is to get hundred downloads um, by October. Right. Or what, is we'll that be, what I just I said? I think we'll be about?
0: well before that. I think actually never know. everything is good, and I think a lot of people are going to find everything that we're doing interesting, and we're going to push these boundaries. We are going to push that's some boundaries. It's um, all about people knowing that it exists. A personal goal be for me. More things to come in the future. This is oh, just yeah. a fucking small point. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. A personal goal for me. Uh, I have two. A. I need to. I'm two sixty nine right now. Uh, I'm I'm in decent shape, believe it or not. Even though I'm I'm heavy, um, but I, I my bench is getting everything's getting stronger. My bench, my leg press, everything. Easy. Personal goal. Two of them. One of them is going to be by the end of the year. I'd like to be under two hundred fifty pounds again. Not that hard for me, but it's something that I know I can do. And I and putting it on the mic, I've, I think people can call me out on it. The longer-term goal is to start traveling with wrestling. I, right now, at this moment, uh, work in Rhode Island. I just started working in Massachusetts, but I would like to actually start getting bookings outside of New England. Um, I've never seen the world. I've only traveled outside of New England once in my entire life. Um, so I'm going to put a long-term goal. I'm hoping by, um, we'll say... February. I'm going to just say it like that. Hopefully by February I, I travel outside of New England with wrestling. Maybe I won't hit it. Maybe I will. It depends on how hard I push myself. But I'm putting that on on microphone right now and this will come out about four weeks from now. Um, so when people listen to this, hopefully they do, they call me out on it when they see me. And I'm 100% okay with that. Um, each one of you guys, because I have one more word association, give me one short or long term goal that you think you want to achieve and we'll hold each other to these.
1: Alright, I'll go first. Um, I think it was last episode. That was the last episode was Gary, mm-hmm. correct? Last episode, I mentioned um, the carnivore diet. Good man. And I wasn't able to stay on it because it's so goddamn expensive if you're shopping at Stop and Shop or It's whatever. hard, yeah. So, um...
3: Or have a, a readily available income like a lot of the guys that promote right, it. Yeah.
1: right. But, um, I'm almost out of food that I went shopping last time, so... At this point, um, I'm not sure if it'll be this week or next week, but I've looked into Butcher Box. Nice. Which is, uh, I can get 48 meals of just meat. For $240, which if you break it down, that's only about $70 a week, which is about what I spend on food. I spend anyway. more than that. I, spend I over... probably spend more than that, too,
3: honestly. God, for myself, personally, I'm probably somewhere close to 150 to 200 a week.
1: Probably me, too, because now because the when I, I go shopping, yeah. I come home, and I'm like, I don't feel like cooking. I'm going to yep. stop and spend $10 at yep. Dunkin' Donuts. I don't feel like cooking at dinner. I'm going to spend $10 at I, fucking. Donuts. Believe it else. or not, just,
3: just me, because breakfast, I go to Whole Foods a lot for breakfast. I'll go and get a thing of hard-boiled eggs and whatever, because I don't feel like do it myself. Yeah. So I, I do that too. So that's easy. But that's actually a really good goal. So yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. And, uh, I'm sorry.
1: I'll probably not only will I save money, but um, my short-term goal is to do the carnivore diet for 30 days, and then like see it. how I feel. And then um, a long-term goal would, regardless of whether I want to stay on the carnivore diet or not. I wanna at that once I start the carnivore diet, I'll start going to the gym. I'll probably go to Come with the me. Same spot. All fucking day long. I work overnight so my schedule might be a little different though.
3: So That's okay. I'll we'll give see. you I'll give you if if the least I can do is give you a workout plan or help you fucking figure something out. Yep. Me giving a friend of mine some form of inspiration is all I could ever ask for. And that's the whole ninety nine point nine percent of why I do this, why I do wrestling, why I do anything yeah. else. I'm not aspiring to be Joe Rogan level. I'm not aspiring to be uh, some of the other people that are out there level. I'm aspiring to be on a local level, yeah. just enough to the point where people go, Eddie's all right. Eddie, Eddie, fucking, you know, he is trying to fucking do something different with his life, and he is trying. To, and if motherfucker, if you aspire, if you do, if you follow this, and you, I've had one person so far. I'm not going to say who he is. Message me and say, honestly, dude, I thought about doing this, a podcast very similar to yours, and I just didn't have the balls to do it. Maybe in different words, but that's what I got out of it. Yeah. And I said, do it. If it's called hip hop and whiskey, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I, I'll be on it. Let's yeah. do it. Like all day long. Like I don't want. It. Listen, everybody that listens to this, every person's ears that listens to this, should do something creative. Mm-hmm. Should do something. You don't have to always put your fucking hand up. You've already said. But here's goals. Short term goal. Short term goal. goal, goal, long-term long-term goal. No, goal. no, no, this is long term goal and long term goal. No, I want one of each. No, because you just gave this. My long
0: term goal. This is serious. You only have one. one. This. I can't wait. Weekly. He's going to become a woman. Yes. No. Estrogen pills. By so next I year, it's going to be tr- really I want tits. No. And this isn't I knocking do, other genders. This I actually. Is actually, the complete opposite. Yeah. No. Uh, I want set a goal for 600 push-ups a week.
3: A week? That's easy. A week. You can do that. Yeah. Break them up into 25.
0: And I also yeah. want to quit smoking cigarettes. I can help you do that. And that
3: thing in your hand has not stopped you from helping you quit cigarettes, buddy. I hate to tell you that. You need uh, to I'm actually pack right now. You uh, you say that. Every other week. I
0: don't have a pack right now. I'm
3: putting you on blast, that's all. Hey,
0: guess what? Anyway, guess what?
3: But I'm not trying to be a dick. No, but he
0: can be. He can be. He can be.
3: I can be a dick. This is not being a dick right now. This is me trying to help a friend. This is okay. I've never touched a single cigarette in my entire life.
0: I'm okay So, so
3: I don't understand. I do drink. So I, already, I get it. But.
0: I've already got my figures and everything done in my head, so don't worry about me. All right. So but you're, try- you're trying to do 600,
3: 600 a week. Which is easy to break up because you can do 100 a day and take a day off.
0: I
1: was doing that for a little while. I was 25 at a time. At a time, whenever you have time, 100%. The biggest thing, the biggest piece of advice I can give you, even though I I stopped doing it, was...
0: Just make it part of your day. Yeah. It is going to be part of my day. My thing is talking about cutting out carbs and doing everything I want to do and drinking water instead of whatever the fuck I'm doing. I, plan, I have a plan. The, the only hard part about
3: cutting out carbs, and I'm factor. somebody that I haven't eaten many carbs in the past two my weeks, My thing is, is I don't
0: stick to shit. Right we now, do. we're on record right now. You're hearing me this right now. I'm if beer is my only throat. carb
3: source it, once every two weeks, I'm okay. I, I I've have, lost 12 pounds in the last week and a half, do and do I'm already shit, up 20, now that 20, 20 pounds on my bench. Now right now, this is...
0: More enticing to make me actually do it. Yeah, right? good. So I just want it all to be known that I'm going to commit to what I'm saying. I want it. All right. And so that's
3: all. 600 push ups a week. You should, there's apps that you can download and track your stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. I hope you set all that stuff up. I want everybody to be in the same fucking, because if we're all doing it, it, it here's the thing everybody needs competition. Friendly competition is still good competition. Stuff and Zion. Right. Thank you very much. There's a great Every Time I Die song that starts out saying, Iron sharpens the iron. Yeah. If you didn't know that, you're welcome. It's called Underwater Bimbos from Outer Space, the song. It's a very good song. Anyways. Uh, and you're a bimbo. I am a bimbo, and you're from underwater, so we all win. Come on. You, are from outer space. you are from outer space, and I don't believe in space, so you are not real. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so um, all right, so we all have some goals. I appreciate that. This got deeper than I thought it was going to gonna go, and I am unbelievably happy with uh, the three <laughs> words that I threw out there so far. I saved one though one Because I knew the first three were going to tie into each other. So here we go. The last word association, and this speaks to what we did with music, is mumble rap. Oh Steve, please. Oh,
1: man. I told you it was a negative
3: and a positive on each Where one. Where to so.
1: begin? Mumble rap. As a guy who grew up on rap, and a guy who later went on to be a rapper, a touring rapper... Ah, uh, man. How far the culture has fallen.
2: <laughs>
1: See, rap used to be about lyricism. It was never the beat or something to dance to or anything like that. And uh, nobody, I, I shouldn't say nobody. There's J. Cole, there's guys who, I, I'm not necessarily a fan of, but he's not a mumble rapper and he's, he's, a, he's a good rapper.
3: I've heard that he's good, Kendrick Lamar's good.
1: Kendrick's pretty good other than, outside of that outside of that yeah i don't
3: know yeah i don't know much else
1: but a lot of the mumble rap is it's it's just that it's it's mumble rap i can't tell half of what they're saying i don't know half of the slang they're even the mentioning uh, th- most of the beats i i can't relate to because i i like old east coast boom bap kind of beats
0: boom bap uh, project yeah, oh, like Army yeah, Al- Al- of Al- the
1: Pharaohs. Those are the kind of beats I like. That's those are the kind of rappers I like. Everything you've
3: played for me. That's that's the stuff I like. Right. That's what made me think the about old this
1: stuff that sounds like old '90s stuff. But basically. you can they
3: can put it out today, and it sounds yeah. like like there's a point to it.
1: I don't know what this is anymore. Uh, it's uh, it's not even and a lot of it's not even fucking mainstream.
3: You know what it is? Not. It's called MTV. There, they're, uh My daughter calls them. It's actually a thing. It's called. SoundCloud rappers I think is what they're called um, There are a bunch of people That like Lil Xan Lil this Lil that Fucking There's a million of them And they make their fucking Bones Putting up bullshit rap That don't There's They, they come up with three lines They say them over and over And over again They They make themselves look More and more ridiculous And, and people shit on metal They all sound exactly the same None of them have an ounce Of fucking Intelligence In what they're fucking Trying to promote They're promoting fucking Terrible shit Drug use and everything else Yet they're all making fucking millions of dollars on a, yeah, on a song, yet people shit on metal. And, every, hey, yeah. every, hey, spoiler alert, every Hatebreed song, positive. Yeah. With hate in a name. Every fucking dying fetus song, well, pretty negative, but still really good, still fucking three guys in a band. But the fact I, is, go ahead. Sorry. I,
1: blame, I blame a little bit of this on the culture of hip-hop because there was a point where if you went to a show And there was some bullshit guy on stage another rapper would go on and throw that guy off KRS one did that with p.m. Dawn. I don't know where it was probably New York Uh, He was if you remember p.m. Dawn. It was kind of like It's kind of like some poppy sing-songy shit and he went on stage at a show in New York and KRS one went and literally threw him off the stage And a lot of the... That's got to be embarrassing. Right, exactly. (laughs) That's got to be embarrassing. There's a lot of machismo in rap. And uh, a lot of guys now aren't subjected to that. So they can go on and do this bullshit. A lot of these guys, if you go see them live, they're not even rapping live. Can you imagine being on stage
0: and having somebody chuck you off stage? <laughs> Your career's over at that
1: Jesus point. Jesus Christ. P. was a pretty big group wow, at one point. That is
0: fucked up <laughs> shit. You got thrown off stage <laughs> for being non-hip-hop, basically. That's wild. And See, that I never needs to happen. Heard of that, shit.
1: that needs to happen again. That needs to happen. Yeah, again. man. If
0: you're not pulling your weight, man, get the fuck out. Of Dodge. If you guys, if fucking, you're not really fucking ready for the fucking big show. You shouldn't be in the big show. I
1: mean, I guess that is the big show. But if, if, if the culture, if you got, if you got a bunch of people in the crowd who grew up on '90s rap, and a couple of you might happen to be maybe a, a rapper or something go on stage and throw that
0: motherfucker off. You get arrested? (laughs) So what? Fuck it. You're going to be famous because you threw that fucker off. Get him off the fucking stage. I don't understand it. I can see ODB doing some shit like (laughs) that. I
1: can definitely see him doing that. Too bad he's not around anymore. I can see him being like, yep, this ain't happening. It's time for my time. And you see a lot of interviews with these uh, mumble rapper guys and they'll say like, oh, I'm not a huge Biggie fan, but they'll be like, oh, Biggie's overrated and all you guys suck and blah, blah, blah. It's like, I man, like there's it all, there's man. a thing.
0: There's a thing in rap where um, I'm I'm two way because I like it both. Yeah. I like I like all spectrums of the fucking Biggie and Pac. Oh, shit. I do too, like, but I'm not. I'm not know. fucking. I'm not a hater. No, I'm I mean, not either. But it, so I, people like to
1: talk about Biggie's oh, no. the best ever, and I don't. Oh, yeah. I don't think he's close. But um, there's a thing in rap where the current generation of fans and the current generation of artists don't have any kind of love or respect or even knowledge of what came before them whereas it's it's weird because the opposite is BMPD, in metal if you look at man. metal the the from metal from beginning to now there's like a there's like a documented
0: history. Of I know more on my metal front than I do my rap right, front. Right, and so do the artists.
1: The artists who, who are now the main artists in metal now know the history of metal. more metal, than they know of rap. And they acknowledge the legends of, of metal, whereas the guys in hip-hop now dismiss all the music from before, and dismiss all the rappers from before, and I think that's probably the biggest disconnect.
2: Yeah.
1: Ray, anything else you, got there?
3: you see this, everybody? For the motherfuckers that think I talk too much, <laughs> I just gave these guys a platform to talk. I'm only kidding. I just wanted to fucking <laughs> throw It's I, I wanted to throw out some stuff. I'm actually really glad when you told me last night that you wanted me to take the helm on the word association. You come up with some fucking phenomenal ideas, and I've always I, I, I don't I've known you goddamn almost twenty years, believe it or not, or eighteen years or so. Yep. <laughs> and uh, we never had a chance to really sit down much. So until we got to this, I learned more and more about Steve via watching his posts online and talking to him behind the scenes and stuff a little bit when we would see each other. And I realized more and more that, A, we have a lot in common, and B, um, uh, looks can be deceiving because both of us, I think, looking from far, people kind of look at us and go, oh, they're just either dumb jocks or, oh, they're dumb this. And we both have more depth to us than what people think and let out. The difference between the two is I'm a really, I know it, I'm, a, I'm an extrovert, I'm a larger-than-life, Fucking, I, I talk and I'm out there and I, I like to throw myself out there. And I, even me, I get a little shy sometimes, but that's what I'm known for. I talk for a living. That's found my niche.
2: Yeah.
3: You should be talking for a living because you do have that voice and you do have that mentality of being able to fucking educate and, um logically explain why you dis or like or like something or um, be able to uh, inspire, uh, inspire some people to maybe pick up a book or pick up a hip hop album or whatever. so yeah. um, I, I've been really dying to give you an opportunity um, or platform to speak on and this was it and honestly rave the exact same thing. Um, don't let his boyish glow <laughs> fool you. He is all of 13 in his mind. And in his pants. I'm but gonna take that as an insult to these dudes are assholes. <laughs> to that assholes. Just everybody. Listen, every every, every
2: these guys can go fuck themselves. Every every but every group. I'm here and
0: uh, <laughs> I got this clown here on the left of me with this boy haircut. Joker's to the right. Uh, here I am. Bob on the right. He's yeah, good. Yeah. We're all good, dude. I'm only kidding. I uh, no no. We're I'm all playing I'm only kidding. different cards. We're all just fucking kidding. He might man. fucking bust my balls, but he's a fat prick.
2: But <laughs> has one or guy.
3: is one are two different things. No, but, he is one. but listen, so here's here's what? the deal. So <laughs> now that I'm only kidding around, right? I mean, I just gave fucking Steve the floor to really pour his heart out about the mumble rap thing. What do you, what, do you have a take on it? What's your thought? My
0: take on the mumble rap thing is like. Um, I'm gonna post him up there, and I know you're gonna fucking dog me on it. But uh, Mickey Avalon. He's dude, not mumble rap, though. He's not, it's not. mumble rap. There's song's where he actually
3: me, raps, his man. His
0: voice just makes me want to literally take he a is. shotgun to my balls. But sack the problem is, you're taking that—you're
3: taking what I just said the wrong way because that's no, not no, all what I mean no. by it.
0: No, it's his voice. You might like, not
3: know who we're talking about, man. No,
0: all right, all right. Put it this way. All right, this is as lightly as I'm gonna say it.
3: No, sit forward now because now you're too far away. All right, I'm right here. Right here, that's perfect. All right,
0: ready.
3: Stop with Mickey Avalon thing because he's not one of the mumble rappers. So you got to get your personal opinion about I'm one going guy to out cross-train of your Cross
0: train him with fucking Takashi sixty nine. You know what a Takashi fucking... sixty nine is? Well, no, the stupid the fucking the guy with the fucking sixty nine right. tattoo on his face who's an asshole. Right. I'm calling him like they're on the same page. They're
3: right? not though. They're really not even close. They're like you know. That's the problem is that's a, that's a closed minded way to look at that. You well, don't understand. That's the fucking I just sad don't part. like
0: Mickey Avalon, Yeah, but right.
3: get off it. That's not the fucking point. I
0: can't do
3: him I can't you, do him Yeah, you, uh, Steve says he'll do him Ray, Ray, for some reason has. I knew this I'm was going to be cross-minded
0: with Mickey Avalon. I cross-minded? Can't get into stop it.
3: it! But that has nothing to do with You don't. You clearly don't know what mumble rap is. If that's what you. If we, if we is your, he your a head goes. Yeah, I'll show Mickey you. It
1: sounds like uh, that name sounds like some dude that would have ran with like Frank Sinatra. No, no, Mickey Avalon.
3: Here's the deal with Mickey Avalon. Hold on, hold on, no, No, stop. Hold on, all right, so here's the deal. I'll play, I really, we gotta, hold me to this. We'll play, we'll play two or three songs just so you can finally know who he is, because I almost played him as a guilty pleasure to piss him off. (laughs) Um, there's a song or two, look, are you gonna love him? Hold on, hold on, are you gonna love him? No, he's silly. Again, just like with Dying Word, you gotta get the joke. But he's not a, he raps, he has actual lyrics. Some of them are funny, some of them are silly, some of them aren't actually, some of them are actually kind of serious. You have to kind of decipher and pick through what you hear, Mm -hmm. um, is he the look? Is he the next fucking Biggie? Is he the next Tupac? Is he the next Nas? No, 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 no. He's supposed to be funny. He's like a college rapper, like before the mumble rap thing blew up. He just has some weird hatred for him, I just which don't doesn't make like sense. Him. Yeah, but I just doesn't don't make sense. Like it. But the funny part is, is I've voice is
0: like a I've played bitch.
3: I've played his songs where he I'm goes, "Wow, sorry. that's really good. Who is that?" And I say, it, and he goes, "Oh, fuck that guy." Of multiple times, yeah, a hundred percent. I've shown you songs. I'll show you no. song. I'll song right now. Look, he's he's a weird voice, but he's he doesn't know what I'm talking. You gave exactly what I was looking for with the mumble rap thing. He, I don't think he knows what that is. I so the issue, it. right? The issue is, is he's he hears mumbo rap and immediately attacks the one guy he knows that I know. That I hey, I purposely jammed on I his throat. I just
0: don't like it. I'm sorry. Why are we even
3: weird. talking about McGyver? And it had nothing to I'm do with sorry. this. Sorry. I just think these, whoever's listening to this now at this point, God bless you. But uh, enough with the mumble rap thing. All right, so we it's we did word association. Um, there's no debate. It's not at all mumble rap. You might not like the way he raps, but that's not mumble rap. Mumble rap is like, uh, yeah, get it, like, am I wrong? He's it's it's literally rap. like. And I, I could have fucked that up totally, but that's literally. Let's let
0: Steve I, decipher this. No, but this is I don't. I've difficult. never heard him, so I don't know. If Why don't we, we play a track by Mickey Avalon and decipher it? Not on, not on. Debate. Fucking we are. Debate we're, on we'll whether that that Steve.
3: Yeah, and, de- and We're gonna Steve play a song as soon as, 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 as we finish rap. recording. And we're gonna have Steve, and I don't. I'm not gonna take offense to it either way. But we're oh, gonna have no, Steve. No, no, no. Listen, I, the opening. Shut isn't. up. The opening <laughs> bad, line bad. after I do the intro for the next track <laughs> for the next episode is literally gonna be the the poll uh, of whether Mickey Avalon is mumble rap Come on. or not. Is is he might be bad rap. He might not be very intelligent rap. Can but you he's interpret not mumble, it as rap. mumble rap? No. Maybe. Because you can clarify every fucking word that he says. He doesn't mumble. I guess I should say like almost like trap music is the same thing. Trap trap rap is the same fucking thing. Yeah. They say four lines and they keep on saying the same thing over and over again, and you can't you can't decipher what they're saying because it's like slang that only comes from a certain or area.
1: They're literally mumbling. Well, they're
3: literally. Thank you. And, that, and they're they're popular. He just has no. He, that's how out of touch he is with that. Oh, this is a no, fucking. Hold on. Good, this is all coming good. from a dude who fucking too doesn't have an actual cell phone plan. Who fucking <laughs> who on, drives guys. a who drives an eighty five fucking He's caprice. He wearing a ZZ top he is This is coming from ZZ a dude top.
0: who loves Rush. By the way, I don't love Rush. You he do. Loves that's God. the point. <laughs> fucking
3: You know, fucking I look. would take Mumble Rap over Rush. This Kitty Lee's voice makes like me want to fucking like slit Rush. my wrists.
0: He loves Rush. Everybody, what's he talking about? Oh
3: worst, worst fucking band. Oh my god! All
0: right, so I gotta bring this back around. Thank God.
1: <laughs> so, take the shit back. <laughs> because I really want some. Because I really want some fucking chili. <laughs> let's get into the closer.
2: It's hot, and ready?
1: <laughs> it's hot and ready. So am I. Woo! All
3: right. It's hot and ready. What are you little season pieces of shit? Your five dollar number dick is worth shit. I don't think that's Bumble Rap Hot <laughs> Ready. That's hot the name of the episode. Hot Ready is episode. Ray is Hot and Ready. Hot Ready is, is the name of the episode. 100%. <laughs>
1: All right. Fuck it we're in the podcast right now alright well we're getting it but just so we're ready (laughs) there's no way we can talk about the twitter firing at this point no no we can't but what
3: we we can talk about is Ray is so hot and ready (laughs)
1: I'm fucking goddamn hot and
0: ready
2: I'm going off the rails ladies. <laughs> With the closer. Oh shit oh,
1: God Ray hit us with the clothes <laughs> Oh uh, over and out Fucking Uncle Dobby You scout. gotta
3: sit forward You piece of shit Actually, am going
0: over
3: is so, and out Hold on Ray is so hot and ready He sit up early And his fucking whole ass Was
1: <laughs> out that was that's, your fucking, that's your fucking closer. I
3: threw a Skittle in that fucking... Holy <laughs> oh, shit. Dude, and hit it dead center. That fucking bullseye was flat out
2: on us. <laughs> Alright, we're hot and ready and you're over and out. Peace. Peace.